I'm, um, so I'm going to call to order the, uh, the the Peace River Town Council regular meeting of Monday, October 6, 2014, to order. Um, and we'll just quickly go to the adoption of the agenda. Uh, administration has uh, added some new items at the request of councillors. Uh, under new business, there will be 8.15, uh, 8.15 budget meeting. 8.16, Peace River Airport parking lot revised tender price. 8.17, waiving of the 2.7% markup for the Peace River Airport parking lot request. Uh, then under information, there will be an item 11.9, Ebola and enterovirus. Um, and there will be, uh, un, in, under the in-camera session, there will be another personnel item. Uh, any other additions or deletions? We will actually uh, have uh, the new uh, staff sergeant for the Peace River uh, Detachment come up and introduce himself and... Uh, at least that way the press will know who he is, <laughs> if nobody else. And uh, so we'll, we'll, add, we'll add that under um, uh, presentations. We'll make that uh, 1A. Uh, but we'll, we'll try and do that right away. Um, any other additions or deletions people have, counselors have? If not, I'll uh, t entertain a motion to accept the agenda as amended. Councillor Benke. I so move. All in favor? Uh, we'll quickly go to the adoption of minutes. Um, so the minutes of September 29th uh, are, have been available, and um, I'm taking it. Councillors have reviewed that, and are there any items that need to be... Uh, Corrected or adjusted? I just had one point of clarification on when we were talking about the purchase of the security cam. Like, I, we had discussion around having, making sure we followed the town's procurement policy, but that doesn't wasn't reflected in the motion. Do you, was that part of the motion? Do you remember? I, I don't recall that being part of the motion. I... I I do recall that the motion, we put a maximum of $5,000 on the expenditure, but I, I do not okay. recall following the procedural, or the, I'm sorry, the procurement uh, bylaw. I don't recall okay. that. I, sorry to interrupt. I remember the question being asked after the motion was made by yourself. That's how I recall it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Deputy Mayor Manzer. Um, section 819, um, um, Agriculture Financial Services Corporation. In the description, um, it says that the breakfast will be at 6.45 a.m. I think it's 7.45 a.m. Okay. I'll correct that. Okay. Um, so that that'll be an amendment to the uh, to the minutes. Anything else? If not, I'll take a motion to accept the uh, the minutes of the September 29th, 2014 regular meeting of council as amended. I'll make that motion, Your okay. Worship. All in favor? Passed. <coughs> okay. So, uh, uh, Staff Sergeant Meyer. 
if you could please please come up and uh, introduce yourself, uh, that'd be very much appreciated. I, I, and your first name is Brad. That's correct, isn't it? Brett, oh, sorry. See, and I, I thought your first name actually was Urban Meyer, the head football coach for the uh, Ohio State uh, oh, that would be fantastic Buckeyes. That would be fantastic it was, but it's not, no. But you'd, you'd <laughs> making, be making a hell of a lot more money than you are now, I'm yeah, sure. About $3 million more. <laughs> um, yes, thank you for taking the time to add me to the agenda. Uh, I just, as uh, all of you are aware, made contact with you. Today, I've recently arrived in Peace River from uh, Wabasca, Alberta. I was formerly the commander at Demerate Detachment um, for approximately four years um, and spent the better part of, I guess, six years and four months there. Prior to that, was in Slave Lake. Uh, I'm really eager to be here in the community. I'd been up here before previously um, for a couple of um, matters at court and just the scenery and the community and the amenities are something that really drew me uh, to the community as well. Um, my wife, Robin, is an avid curler, so that was on the list of things to have, uh, the curling club uh, in town. So <laughs> um, we're both very excited to be here. We've uh, purchased a, a new residence in town, which kind of determined when we would arrive um, as if we were in forced owned accommodations up in the Demery area. And once we were able to get into the house, uh, we were able to get out here. Um, obviously, I've already given my contact info to Anna for um, each of you if you need to get a hold of me at any time. Um, my cell phone is there as well. Um, please don't hesitate to call me. Uh, I'm not a coffee drinker, but I like tea and water. So <laughs> if uh, whether it's a short question or a sit down for... Uh, coffee. I'd love to just learn from all of you that obviously are um, fairly passionate about Peace River in the community. So, great. Yeah, I should uh, maybe just mention um, well, Brian Boken, who, uh, who retired. Um, uh, he left just as um, the, your detachment is coming up with their annual priorities. So I should. So I did uh, have some exchanges of emails with um, um, uh, Jesse Onassis, so maybe he could pass those along to you. We do have in our uh, in our strategic plan, and and I cut that out for Jesse and put that in the emails. We have a uh, strategic objective of uh, uh, safe, clean, caring neighborhoods, and there's a few items in there that we. Uh, we really need your support on and, in fact, uh, for you to take the lead. And perhaps the next time you, you come and see us, we can talk about those those objectives in uh, some more detail. Absolutely. I don't know if any of the other counselors have any questions of, of Brent. Welcome to Peace Herbert. Thank you very much. I uh, really appreciate that. Great. Okay, thanks a lot. Thank you. So, uh, Ms. Alexoff, uh, no public hearings today? No. And the, uh, we're expecting a presentation from Dr. Lungard, is that right? Um, Dr. Lungard is a scheduled presentation, I believe, at 6.30. At 7.30? 7.30. 7.30. 
And she, so I'm taking it that she's confirmed for that? Yes. Um, any no bylaws? No. Okay. So that takes us to unfinished business in the agenda. So uh, there is a transportation report that has been put forward by uh, um, Director Bell. And the report was to update Council on the progress of the transportation project. That's correct, Your Worship. Um, the report presented to you this evening is just a, an update on the progress of where this project is at. <coughs> the committee has recently met just last week, did a review of the recent draft of the um, overall research project. And we were hopefully looking for a bit of a recommendation from the committee, but the committee as a whole was still looking for more information. There was one more idea that had been missed to flush out as an option that we need to look at doing. Um, therefore, overall, the committee wasn't comfortable in making a formal recommendation to council of how they believe the project should move forward. However, in saying that, um, Administration felt it was important to proceed with the grant application for the Green Trip funding, which then puts us in the queue if Council makes a choice to go down a path of requiring capital um, assets for a transportation project. So at least we'll have our application completed, either ready to go or um, submitted by the time Council is able to make a formal decision around the project. So we don't miss out on the opportunity to access those grant dollars potentially. Even if we needed to make a change to an application, that's a much easier thing to do than trying to put together an application at the very last minute for um, a service that's being decided upon. So we wanted to bring forward an update to Council to let you know we are working on it still. It does need more work, um, and we're not quite comfortable to bring it forward for formal, formal formaliz for formalization by council. Okay. <laughs> so are you going to give us a trailer on what's going to be in this movie, or what's this? <laughs> or, uh, Which set of wheels are we looking at? Is that, that uh, well, and I think that's part of the problem is every time the committee gets together to have discussions around which set of wheels should we look at uh, purchasing or utilizing, um, we end up going around and around and around on the topic and haven't quite finalized what would be the best option. So I don't know if Rod, uh, Councillor Burr or Councillor Sawchuck want to provide their thoughts on where we're at also. I guess in my view it comes down to is how much are we prepared to pay to run a transit system that's not going to make make money and trying to make a comparison between apples and oranges. Yeah. The current taxi pass system is targeting a different group that would be targeted or would be most likely to use a, a full-fledged transit system. So it's, that's kind of the difficulty is trying to be able to compare, come up with a comparison there. And then how do we attach a value? What's it worth to the town to have a a public transit system, you know, when, you know, to buy all strikes and it's, you know, it would be a somewhat slightly limited usage, but. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, maybe 
I should mention that uh, I was at the Sisters in Spirit walk on Saturday, and uh, certainly I think that uh, we we need to create a safe environment for uh, for people that are on that that are. Uh, well, we need to create a safe environment, and I think a transportation system is is a key to that. Uh, one that's safe and the one that's reliable and allows people uh, employment opportunities allows people to get to employment opportunities so I think that'd be a, a long that'd go a long way to creating a creating a, a social structure that uh, will uh, well we we won't lose people to well one of them being domestic violence and another one just to Accreditation, I guess. Mm-hmm. Actually, and that's great feedback because one of the areas that we're struggling with is how to define what success is. So what are your benchmarks to make decision-making around each of the potential options? Um, and there's lots of varying factors that we can include, and, and we're going to include as many as we possibly can in dis- trying to make a decision of, can we hit as many of the marks as possible? Um, but adding a safe environment, I'm not sure that was one of the ones I had currently on my list, so I'll make sure we include one of those also. I think that was one of the key cornerstones of any yeah. system. It's got to be safe and reliable. Yeah. So The other aspect to think about is, uh, I don't know if this is in part of your discussions, but uh, <coughs> you know we talk about affordable housing. I don't know if we... We have the capital reserves to create affordable housing, but uh, if if you can create a town or a city that you can you don't you don't need a car to get around around in and still be able to do get to work, uh, pick up groceries, do whatever you need to do, go to social activities. Uh, it just makes it you can instead of looking at it as affordable housing, you can look at it as affordable living. Mm. Another way to skin the cat, so to speak. I probably shouldn't say that on the podcast. The SPCA might (coughs) be listening to it. Theoretical skinning. Anybody, uh, any any other comments for Tanya? Okay. Thank you. We'll forge ahead. Thanks. So the next item on the agenda was the fee waiver policy, and I imagine that you're leading the discussion on that. Yep, so I'll just stay put. (laughs) Um, This report is... Uh, We we probably should just go back and receive your report for, your last report for information. That was your recommendation, anyhow. That's correct. Just acceptance for information. Who who wants to make it? Mr. Sawchuk's making that motion. All in favor of Mr. Sawchuk's motion to accept it for information. Director Bell's report. Um, That will take us to uh, the fee waiver policy. Thank you, Your Worship. Um, What is being presented in this particular report is in regards to a number number of discussions that we've had in regards to how to um, assist groups and organizations in their community events, community activities, um, but have some sort of a consistent system that groups can apply for, and that's efficient for council's time, administration's time, and and so forth. Um, 
after much discussion with the directors, uh, looking at various fee waiver examples of other communities, um, we stepped back and took a simpler view of the whole issue and basically are recommending an overall policy, policy sorry, which is attached for your review, um, stating that the town is supportive of organizations, groups. However, we won't waive fees. We will redirect groups to utilize the council grants, donations, and funding policy, which is currently in place. There was some thought at the administrative level to have to adjust that grant policy. For example, one of the ideas was, would you have a minimum requirement um, to have groups apply for $16 isn't worth their time. Um, probably not worth our time either. However, we decided the policy itself is pretty broad in scope that if group wanted to apply for $25 or $2,000, um, the mechanism is in place to allow for that uh, and not necessarily put any more parameters around what the grant policy is put in place. I believe the finance manager would look would like to adjust the um, application intake periods instead of quarterly opening that up to uh, more regularly of a, a system as we're currently doing now. We're not taking them quarterly per se. We're taking them as the applications do come in. Um, but right now we're not recommending any changes to the council grants policy and just leaving it as such and just literally redirecting groups to that policy and asking them to fill in the application form. It's a very simple form. Um, the form doesn't ask for financial statements. It doesn't ask for a lot of detail. It asks for what is your budget? What are you asking for for dollar value? Uh, any other questions that administration may have and quite simple process. So that is what is being presented to council this evening for consideration. So administration would receive these things and go through them all and Correct. then what, bring three or four of them, whatever, to a meeting? That's correct. So, and my understanding <coughs> is the finance manager is doing that currently, ensuring that there is enough information for council to be able to make a decision. Um, you may want to look at your larger application requests. That's where the financial statement requests might be more appropriate, as opposed to every group asking for a small amount it wouldn't necessarily be appropriate to ask them for financial statements. Uh, the Sisters in Spirit would be a great example of that. They ask for a very small amount of dollars. They don't technically, they're not a um, um, an organization per se. So financial statements in that regard wouldn't be necessary. But the $200 donation or $150 donation simply with the application form would work quite quite easily. The advantage of going through the council grant program is we have financial tracking within our system. And that was the comment back from our auditor. Um, from their perspective, anytime that you can put your monetary processes through your financial system, as opposed to waiving fees where there's no good um, tracking of that process, <coughs> other than trying to keep track of it through an Excel spreadsheet or whatever we would set up separately, it really assists in your overall tracking of your financial um, information that, that would be available. Is there any way in the policy to allow administration to make decisions on small items, say up to say $50 or something, that you guys could automatically do that or is that feasible? 
Well, it's the council grants to group that we're pulling yeah. out of, right? So I don't know. That's currently there's no mechanism in place for that. We probably have to change that. Yeah. If you would like to go that route, you. Well, would I don't have know. To just an it. idea. Just. Yeah. I don't know how many of those small ones that we get, but. Unless it went back to FCC or FCSS. A lot of the FCSS grants are. Um, uh, those ones are taken care of through FCSS, the grants program, and the requests that council tends to get would not be... Um, meet the criteria? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> they wouldn't meet that criteria because we have to follow the FCSS regulation, um, which is different than what other groups are applying for through this grant program. And it seemed to me that the FCSS funding is, is already spent... Oh, yes, and we do a one-year application process. It's quite a rigorous process I have in place there. <laughs> Mr. Mayor, so um, this, this recommendation, if uh, I'm a little group and I want to uh, ask for the waiver on renting chairs, mm -hmm. it would now go through the grants for groups, and if the, if the value is $10, we would see that track through the financials. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Your Worship. Um, so I guess the question I've got here, just because I know it got a little muddy halfway through the year, <clears throat> things like the gift in kind that we did the printing for, um, was it the Peewee hockey tournament last year? We did Correct. gift in kind printing. So is that now then going to fall under this as well, or, or do we handle gift in kind differently? No, I don't think the peewee was. Wasn't the printing the uh, the power? Well, we did. Well, for sure, we did printing of the the programs that's for right. the peewee hockey club. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They were. It was photocopying printing. Sorry, not, that's what I meant. Photocopying. Yeah. yeah. Not the <coughs> banner poster printer um, large scale scanner system that the engineering department has. We've stopped doing those offers. However, we'd have to go back and double-check the motion of council. That I'm pretty made. sure we approved the gift in kind. Yeah. Yes, we did. But okay. the, the most recent motion in regards to the printing motion, it, we might have cut off those types of gift in kind. So they would around. need to come through this process and ask for a donation, basically. Yeah. So there are pros and cons to this, and, and this could potentially be one of those challenging components of it well um, because for us yeah. to do it's going to be quite a bit cheaper than if they have to go outside and get it done yeah potentially <clears throat> so yeah. it could end up costing us more if we ended up sponsoring it or whatever yeah. okay or a group may look to another sponsor for that component of it okay that right. you might redirect them to a company who could do their printing for them like a Yep, we got you. <laughs> okay. Who else has a photocopier? Okay, I just wanted to clarify that. Or, yeah. or companies that have a vested interest in people using paper. <coughs> Who would that be? <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, your recommendation is to, uh, I'll just read it out. So administration's recommendation is that the Peace River Town Council adopt the proposed fee waiver policy and review the process after <coughs> one year of its implementation. So does somebody want to take that and make a motion out of it? or? Uh? Your Worship, if I just can ask one more question. Sure. Mm -hmm. 
sorry, Tanya, I know this is like splitting hairs here, but again, I'm just kind of looking at the tone of that. Is it possible to say that the town of Peace River does not waive as opposed to will sure. not waive? A- absolutely. Wording is always up for... And I'm assuming when somebody comes to you with a fee waiver request or to the town that it's told of them yep. that they have to then apply for the dollar figure as opposed to the yep. fee waiver. So they just don't think we're turning, we're not just turning them we're away. Just no. Yeah. And okay. I think, uh, uh, and maybe a part of the recommendation that uh, should have been included and would be open to be included is an advertising process that maybe we look at starting this as of January 1, gives everyone time to adjust, advertise, and we can do a lot of work to inform our groups that there is a program in place and this is how we're handling it. That could be done also. Okay. Also gives us a chance to put some money in it. Well, the, that could be a point also. <laughs> I think you have a few dollars left in the council grants, but I don't believe very much. They might, you might be spending them this evening. So do you want to go back and make that change uh, Councillor Benke's referring to? or Can we make the motion with that change in it yeah. then? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'd be prepared yes. to do okay. that. Unless yeah. Do you have another question? Just one more question. I just mm-hmm. wanted to... Uh, continue on with uh, Councillor Sawchuk's remarks as far as the, the little dollar values. Mm-hmm. Is there a way that uh, we could tabulate how many of those requests we get in a 12-month in period that are those lower values? Yeah. And just getting on to what uh, Councillor Sawchuk said, maybe a person could give administration that right but lay a or put a level in, like whether it's a 1000 or $2,000 that comes out of that uh, council of groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, just on the on the on the smaller amounts. And and I wish now that I had brought my chart that I had created, and I believe it was from 2012 or maybe 2013 that I had laid out the typical requests that we had received over those years. Um, most of them were over 250 to 300 dollars. Um, so your powwows, uh, peace fests, most of them are are over that. Uh, Sisters in Spirit, um, Terry Fox Run, there's a few littler ones that are usually under $100. So I do have a listing of those, of what we've typically provided for fee waivers over the last three years. Deputy Mayor Mazur. Three years. So you, you brought up one uh, group there, Powwow. So did the town not um, provide some, I don't know, Physical help from the maintenance department for anything? We did for we do for Peace Fest for sure, and yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So is that yeah. captured in this? That the, no. so whatever department would still be bearing the costs of. And that's where at the director's table we had a lengthy discussion around how you capture that, um, and it got very complicated quickly. Uh, we didn't want to start uh, tabulating every individual staff time and including that in your grants program that inflates the budgets where they don't need to be. It, it got very messy. And we thought at that point, mm, we're not sure how to capture that piece, quite honestly. And I'm not sure we need to, per se. Um, your CAOs and, and directors have a budget will work to work within within their wages and salaries. Am I being accurate in that statement, Kelly? Is that fair? Yeah, the, the discussion was do we track this 
on book or off book. Mm-hmm. As soon as you do it on book, you end up with the whole interdepartmental transfer issue that creates a number of problems and headaches. So uh, the discussion then was, well, is there a method to track it off book? If if we move forward, that's what we would try and do, and it would be uh, in terms of of the process would probably be more general than specific. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd go and we'd say, well, yeah, about we had about seven guys that worked for four hours as opposed to tracking everybody's timesheet and having to calculate it that way. So we can we can work on generalities to give you an indication as opposed to the specifics. Mm-hmm. I think that would be helpful to start a forward tracking just so we know because if it comes to a situation where we're, for some reason, some years, doing much more of that and then we're in overtime situations somehow or other and we can't, I don't know, weeds or something yeah. because of that. Yeah. <laughs> There's a theme there. <laughs> well, and I think the other thing to note is technically there's probably about three major events a year that were uh, staff time is actually outside of their normal hours. Um, Peace Fest, sorry. Um, <laughs> powwow. And even that, a lot of the powwow time is within staff time. It's not overtime. It's during weekday normal working hours, um, hauling tables and chairs out to the location. And and a lot of that actually we're utilizing um, now the jail crews as much as we can. And I'm missing parades. 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 Well, that Heritage Day thing that we had at the museum, there was they had the town guys there taking up and down the tent. And yeah, there's that's our own event, that one. So that one is an internal. Um, We're not doing as much with pond hockey. But but you're right, we do, and we do it with the air show. And so there is a number of there is a number of events. So I I think we can start to try and track Mm -hmm. it, and and um, it'll give an indication. Regardless, it won't be you know totally accurate, but it'll be an indication. Yeah. I guess I got a question of value. I mean, even. This whole thing of trying to track this stuff. To me, that's part of people pay taxes in town and that the town does things to help community events. So mm-hmm. is there – what's the value in doing yeah. this, trying to itemize how much we're actually yeah. doing it? And it's just money changing one pocket <laughs> the other. I, yeah. And I don't disagree with you at all. That was part of the discussion that we were having is, is this not almost an expectation of the role of our departments to provide supports to community events and activities? So – Hence, part of the reason why we kind of didn't go there with that component of it, of with this policy. Well, I think, like, I think you're right, but at the same time, it is part of what the town gives gives back is in terms of their contributions to the community as well. So I don't think it hurts to track it mm-hmm. because it's if you have a grants to group of fifty thousand dollars <throat> and you give all that fifty thousand dollars, you're actually giving more like a hundred thousand dollars in terms of what you're putting back into community events. So if you're talking your staff hours or any of that overtime. So I think oh, yeah. I don't oh. think it hurts to track it. Um, but, I mean, I think the, the policy that Tanya's got here, I'm comfortable with as is. So, well, with the change of that one right. word. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, Councillor Nino. It should be so simple. Just tell. tell. I know. That's what I was thinking. We, we, we could have we used all this fine time talking about the transportation. Instead, we're going to talk about the fee weaver policy. So 
use the ta example of the the five hundred dollar mm -hmm. table and chair. So yep. we don't give them tables and chairs. You're going to write a check for five hundred dollars. The check goes back to community A. Correct. And community group A does yeah. what at that point? Uh, but it, I guess it depends on what they've applied for. Because as part of your application process, you ask them what right. what are they applying for? What is the five hundred dollars intended to cover? And that may include tables and chairs. It could tent rentals. <coughs> Okay, so Whatever. I guess what I was yeah. driving, so there are other people in the table and chair business in the town Correct. of Peace River besides Absolutely. us. So what I was driving at was, yep. so so there's an option there. They may or may not use Even out. utilize our okay. our program. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Whether it's a facility rental, equipment rental, there are lots of other venues and equipment locations for rental. Yeah. Okay, so we'll uh, we'll, we'll get uh, Councillor Binky to make a motion, and while she's uh, wordsmithing there, I've got one last question for you, and then we'll close it up here. So is this actually the easiest for the town? What's your recommendation? Recommending here, is this, is this, what, what would, from an administration point of view, what would be the best system? From from ease of administration, yeah. I think to do what we're doing now is probably the easiest. Yeah. The what it doesn't which is which is what which is, is to waive, waive the, the fees. fees. Yeah. Um, what it doesn't accomplish is the tracking that council's asking. Yeah. And I guess the other way to look at this is we are so recommending why, why, a year why, review. Yeah, you're you're recommending recommending it because some councilors have said we should track it, but so we're going to create a Byzantine system to handle fee waivers? We are utilizing a system that is already in existence. You're being diplomatic. Thank you. Anyhow. <laughs> okay, Councillor Mickey, what's your motion now? One, one more question okay. then. So you talked about the auditor. Did the auditor recommend we need to do it, or if you're going to do it, you need to do it this way? Like. Uh, if we were to be tracking, this is the way they would recommend we do it. But they're not saying you should track this. Mm, I don't believe so. I'd have okay. to go back to the exact how the question was requested of of the auditor to well, know for certain I, how I'm, to answer I'm, that question. I'm, I'm finding it hard to believe the auditor would think that these fee waivers would constitute any degree of materiality in the in the audit. But anyhow. I'll call for the motion. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, administration, so I would accept your recommendation to adopt the proposed fee waiver policy for one year, and then at that point we would review. With the wording change of the Town of Peace River does not waive as opposed to will not waive any fee or charge related to rental of equipment or facilities. Okay. Do you have that, Ms. Alexa? Uh, not quite. Uh, I'm sorry, where are you reading that? Bullet um, 2. Recommendations so that we would adopt the proposed fee waiver policy and review the process after one year of its so implementation. Right it's the right, right and then oh sorry the 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 second bullet underneath policy general principles it says the town of peace river will not waive and i'm asking that that says does not okay. so are you 
comfortable with that motion? Okay. Yeah. All in favor? Oh, question? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. So we're doing this in lieu of staying with the status quo, where we're just, right. we're, where we waive it. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So all in favor of Councillor Benke's motion? All opposed? Okay, then that's passed by 5 to 2. Thank you. So that takes us to new business. And we have uh, over 17 items on here, but some of them are, uh, well, I didn't think the last one would take that long. <laughs> but, and in fact, some of them, uh, Edmonton City Center Airport. I don't know why that one's on there. Aren't they ripping up the tarmac already? But anyhow, we'll go through them one by one in sequential order. New business, item uh, 8.1, 2014 server upgrade project. Are you leading this one, Mr. Bunn? Yeah, I can speak to it. Uh, the, the project has been ongoing now for, <coughs> it seems like forever, but I guess it's, it's uh, two or three months. But as they went through to upgrade the server, they found a lot of issues that they hadn't contemplated uh, when the project started. So that that has obviously delayed the implementation time as well as increased the cost for the for the project. So we have uh, gone through this with them. Uh, Renee has is in charge of this project and has uh, we have spoken with the contractors. We're reasonably confident that this will now complete the project and uh, and get the upgrade that we initially anticipated but it is an, an over over expenditure in the budget amount so we're recommending that uh, an additional twenty five thousand four hundred dollars from the communication operating budget be moved to the server upgrade capital project budget questions of mr Munn? <coughs> um, Yes, Councillor Benke, you had the red light first. I'm assuming that we have this money in the operate communications operating budget, yeah. and right. like fairly conservatively. We we had budgeted for a communications officer oh, position right. that hasn't been filled, and plus the corresponding expenses. Expenses associated with it. Okay. Deputy Mayor Manzer. Um, was this when this um particular company was hired for this was it do we only have one bid or do we have more I, I honestly don't remember at the time whether we had more I know unexpected things happen with technology but it's kind of almost 50% over the yeah I, I did have a lengthy discussion with them about this well bearing that comment I will make a motion that uh, Admin transfer the 25400 from the communications operating budget to the server upgrade capital budget. And that means next week's everything will be tickety-boo. Okay, I'll take her deputy. Or do you have a question on this? Yeah. Or I, I, I do, Your Worship. Uh, specifically, I, I guess uh, um, I would agree that, yes, I've seen IT budgets go over it. In terms of... Uh, the individual PCs that all of us have at our right kneecap under our desk. Um, I would suggest that, yeah, I'm not sure when the Greenfield time, time frame is on that when we're going to do this again, but is it soon or if it's soon, 
I'd suggest we go to a, a tablet model or an Apple product or something where uh, council members can pick this box up and put it in a little briefcase and take it home and bring it back and be, be a lot more portable. So a, a little late at this stage, I think. But uh, yeah, this when is, we when this we get is in, just for the server. Yeah. Well, I was just noting on here it's talking about the individual PCs being cleaned, and I wasn't sure what it meant by being cleaned, as in. Yeah. Uh, with confidential information wiped off the hard drive. Yeah. Okay, so that, that kind of cleaned as opposed to putting a new hard drive in and spending money on it. Okay. Yeah. And uh, just for council's information, uh, we did, in fact, the council did have laptop computers previously, and I, I'm not sure of what happened, but there was a change made sometime in the past few years to move away from that, so I don't know if there's a problem with it or, or what happened, but all those laptops are sitting in a pile downstairs. Yeah, and how old are they? <laughs> well, they it's probably, probably a Windows XP now, on them. Or yeah, I'm just like saying that. the concept that you're referring to, we, we did do that, and I, I don't yeah. really know why we moved away from it. But. Okay. Well, that's a discussion for another day. Mr. Burr, you had a question. Why? No, I just wanted to speak in support of the Deputy oh, Manager's okay. motion that I've seen IT projects are more than double the original estimate, so I think this is a real deal. <laughs> yeah. That's that comes from somebody with an engineering background who understands how budgets can go over budget. So, <laughs> all in favor, Deputy Mayor Mazur's motion passed unanimously. So, uh, Parent Link, Peace, Peace Parent Link, Ms. Bell. Somebody wants to mission creep for the town of Peace River. Actually, um, I, I don't think so. Okay. The town of Peace River was in the almost the hunt for the Parent Link program when it was originally developed because at the time the FCSS program was operating our first family resource center. It was teeny tiny, just in a little log cabin where the fire department has their offices now. So um, we were looking, the next step was to take on that contract when it was originally developed, but then I went on mat leave. So things didn't quite pan out the, the way the wheels were directed in motion. Um, child Care Association at the time took on the contract, which was a really good match in terms of their early childhood uh, basis. However, uh, as you all know, they're in a situation where they need to focus on their core business and right now is not a great time for them to be um, putting energy into some of these other external contracts. So they are looking for um, an additional party to take on the agreement or the, the grant is actually what it is through the Ministry of Human Services. So it's a good match with the FCSS program, uh, which is a part of the Community Services Department under my direction. Um, as noted, this is a ministry grant. It's fully funded 100% through the amount received through the ministry. Um, it covers all of their programming, administrative staffing cost for the operation of the program, including leasing of the space they're currently leasing from the Peace River School Division the two portables which are adjacent to the Springfield Elementary School. Um, as noted in the report, there are some options for you in terms of um, they, they could find another grant holder for this. The worry is it could be outside of the community, which thus might put the program in a position of maybe not being um, sustainable locally and moved elsewhere. 
So that's the concern. Um, what else can I tell you about this great program? So who who took it? Who who had this pro? Who was administering it before? Peace River Child Care Association. Okay, and this yes. was. So I suppose some of your argument about us taking it on is, it, people won't. There'll be less temptation for some organizations and people to access this program to support other. Was what? So it didn't. So part of the reason that the uh, child care, the daycare, got in trouble was they were running out of money, but they were also starting to access some of this money here, mm-hmm. and uh, and some of the people that were part of the Peace Parent Link program that were providing daycare in their homes were well were put at a financial disadvantage i guess is no they're, way of putting it. they're two separate programs so the child care component of the peace river child care association is completely separate from peace parent links operations peace parent link operates and provides early childhood development education programming services for parents um, and children to, collectively so there's no child care component within parent link but there were some financial blurring of lines um, when the Child Care Association was having their difficulties. Yeah. So one of the advantages of you taking it on is those lines will be less likely to be blurred. Very clear. Yeah. The reporting requirements are quarterly from the ministry. Um, it's very clear. And we would set up our financial lines very clearly within our systems. So is this program, do they administer everything in this program, or is this going to, are we going to be looking at, in addition to your department, to manage having this contract? Yes. So there will be a requirement for overseeing the overall uh, program financials and program reporting. So the Town of Peace River would hold the grant with the ministry contract to be signed, um, and we would overall be responsible for that reporting financially uh, and program outcomes would come from the executive director. So there will be an additional work on myself and whomever the systems could financially flow through. So your payables would have a few extra bills. Um, Payroll would have a few extra payrolls to do. Um, Not a substantial amount for those areas. So So when you say that, oh sorry Dan. Um, that this thing is fully funded by the government, then does would you be able to recover your That was ultimately my question. Yeah. Yep, there is a potential. There's administrative fee within the grant. Yeah. So that you could cover your time or whatever or your staff time? A portion time? of it, yeah. Does um, this uh, taking over, the looking after this, does that include the uh, human resources part of... Um, hiring people or is that the executive director that so that's some of the details of how we would manage the the program are still we're still conceptualizing um we're looking at contract positions versus employment employee positions with the town Uh, our human resources did some work around the benefits component of our existing town structure and it would put way too much financial pressure on the existing grant amount that they have so We're looking at all those details of how do we make a transition smooth, how do we make it um, the program doesn't impact them, uh, what are those options and the best decisions administratively where to go with those. 
in conjunction with the executive director. So she would do the bulk of the work predominantly, managing the staff, hiring the staff, uh, program outcomes, which are done quarterly and yearly. Um, it would just be how their systems would have to funnel into ours and where will we be managing those components of it. Much more on the financial end of it than anything else. Mr. Needham. Your Worship, uh, I'm certainly prepared to put a motion on the floor, but before I do so, uh, is there a time frame associated with this? Um, should it should, should the motion say uh, on, an, uh, on an annual basis, or is there... Uh, is it a year-to-year -year request, or how do you envision? Actually, that's probably a very good idea to add on an annual basis because it's an annual grant. Um, however, once you're into the contract, I'm not sure they come to us. They is it calendar year, or is it government? Right now, it's, it's fiscal year. We've requested, is there an option to move to a calendar year, and they're looking at administratively if they can do that. So we could include annually, um, and we're looking at as of November 1 being our transition period also for this year. They were hoping for October 1, but that was a little short of timing for us. Yeah. But we're not really in the child care business, though, are we, as the town of Peace River? And remember, this isn't child care. This is early childhood development education for parents and children. Um, it's teaching it, parents I, to I guess teach. we're not in the child care business, but is this yeah. the thin edge of the wedge? No. No. No, it, it's really not. Um, there's a lot of communities that are direct partners in parent link centers already. Uh, Town of Slave Lake is a great example of that. They, along with Alberta Health Services and one other partner, I believe the school division, are multi-partners, and they hire and um, have two, I believe, staff with the Town of Slave Lake that are parent link employees. It's, it's the good matching up with the FCSS program. Yeah, it's, it's, it is an educational yeah. pro designed That's to right. be an educational program. It's not a, a preschool or a daycare or a... That's right. No. Yeah. I've utilized it. I think it's a really good program. And the program, Your Worship, is fully funded. And uh, I have received several phone calls on this, and it's a well-utilized and valued yeah. uh, service. I, I would certainly be prepared to put a motion on the floor if the debate's over. Your citizens are lobbying you on this? Absolutely, they are, Your Worship. <laughs> well, for, for the motion, what's the downside? Like, is this going to be like FCS where the province committed to pay X number of dollars and then they started providing X minus Y and then they didn't factor in cost of living, all that kind of stuff, and so now the town is paying in, well, it's not just town, all, all municipalities yeah. are paying an increasingly larger portion yeah. of the FCS program. Yeah. In this particular case, there are no funds required from the town. Um, the only requirement would be the time that I'll have to put in just ensuring things are on the going down the right path, and I'm willing to make that commitment. Um, so financially, this shouldn't cost the town of Peace River anything. So if the um, province scaled back their level of funding, then they'd have to scale back their level of program. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, for example, the other interesting um, activities that are going on right now, they're increasing the parent link centers. They've added one to High Prairie and to two other communities that at the top of my head I've lost the names of. The biggest one for us was High Prairie. They were promised one in the very first go-around of the development of parent links. 
Um, the province is also putting more dollars into early childhood. And we've just done a, um, uh, a whole program or a uh, project last year, the ECMAC program, and it looked at the five indicators of how well our children are doing for early childhood development. And unfortunately, the Northwest is not doing very well. Speech is one of the areas that we're not doing that great on. So ParentLink is doing some increased programming around those particular areas and have just recently received additional dollars from the province to focus more on that particular issue um, where we're not doing well. And we, we literally have done research projects to find out which of uh, gross motor skills, speech, so forth of where these kids are not doing well and they're focusing their energies there. So there more dollars are going into this area. So that's a good indicator right now. But but I think just to be clear, yes. um, the, the, the town would not be obligated to fund if Correct. the project was stopped or canceled. But there is obviously an expectation created in the community. Mm -hmm. So um, that in and of itself may drive you know, something like that to occur where, yes, eventually the program funding gets cut, but the community demand says that we still have to deliver it. Those things have happened in the past with provincial programs, but that's... Yeah. That's why I thought this might be the thin edge of the wedge, but Mr. Needham, you want to put a motion on the table for this? Well, item? just in terms of the thin edge of the wedge, it sounds as though we're in the business of recruiting doctors and supporting post-secondary education, too, so... I think ParentLink's a great idea. Uh, my recommendation is that the town of Peace River, on an annual basis, mm, agree to be the grant holder for the Peace River ParentLink program uh, through the Ministry of Human Resources. Human Resources Service. or Services? Yeah, uh, Services. It does say, I, it does say Services. Yeah. <laughs> All in favor of Mr. Needham, Councillor Needham's motion? You got unanimous you. support. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sure that won't draw you away from all of your other important no, things. Not at all. So the next item on the agenda is the West Hill slide. And Mr. Bunn will lead the discussion on this. Uh, this is just a follow-up to, um, to discussions we did have at the AMA with ministers regarding um, cost sharing we we tried to get as you as council will recall and, and the slide is is the water and sewer lines coming down the West Hill um, tried to get a, a commitment from the minister on what they'd be prepared to find he basically suggested that we send him a letter so the question is what is council thinking is a re reasonable ask for funding uh, we have suggested a one-third town, two-third transportation as a, a split based on the fact that obviously the road is is partly contributing and perhaps the water from the road is maybe even more than half contributing. So on that basis, we've suggested one-third, two-third, but I think we leave it to council for that decision. And we we did kind of suggest that that meeting 50-50, but I'm good with two-thirds, one-third. <laughs> Start there anyways. Your Worship, I'm wondering whether administration can provide us some insights. And sort of, I haven't seen those reports. Like, does those reports apportion any of the responsibility or the causation stuff? It's just it's just there. So there's nothing you could refer to in that report to say it's, it's 
60-40? No, it is in the reports they do reference that the water from the road may be contributing, but they haven't said it is the major contributing factor or they haven't done anything like that. Just curious, if I may, Your Worship, who, uh, uh, CAO Kelly, who, whose signature's on that? Who? That's not your signature. I'm just curious who wrote the briefing note from the staff perspective. Well, that's, we put the briefing note together. That's Anna's signature. Oh, silly me. How do you get Anna out of that first? I, I, I don't, I, 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 I don't see anything close to that. I can see Alexa on the, on the end there, but anyhow. Mr. Mayor, I would um, make a motion that uh, to follow the recommendation that uh, Mayor Toppy write a letter to the Minister of Transportation, the Honourable Wayne Drysdale, requesting the cost sharing of the West Hill Utility Line relocation and the Alberta Transportation pay two million three hundred fifty thousand towards the project <coughs> and Town of Peace River pay uh, one million one hundred fifty thousand. Fair enough. Uh, any other, anybody want to make a comment before we... Do you want to write the letter or do you yeah, want administration I'll, to write it? No, I'll write it. Okay. I just have one question on this. We've already done the debenture for this expense, right? So I'm assuming that's an open loan. Like, can, if we were to get this money, would it then just go right against the debenture? Or how does that work? Uh, that's why we want to get it in quickly. If, if um, we got approval... Uh, before we've actually <coughs> taken the money, we can cut down the amount. We've also worded the debenture such that it is for West Hill infrastructure improvements. So if in the event that we were to get funding for this portion, we could use the debenture money for other West Hill uh, infrastructure improvements. Okay. Okay, thank you. And so we've, we've settled on calling this the West Hill slide? <laughs> Well, I, I think that's probably the fairest. That's probably the best uh, best name for it. <laughs> that way, we don't drag other companies and <coughs> departments through uh, through the mud on it. Okay. Okay. Um, so, uh, Deputy Mayor Manzer made a motion, and uh, I think we'll vote on that. Who's in favor? Okay, passed unanimously. Um, I have the next item as the request from the Peace Regional Air Show, Air Show Association. And uh, so under grants for groups, uh, Mr. Bunn, the air show is asking for some money. We actually have the grants. Oh, oh, well, that's great. Um, would, would you like to, Nikki and Vicki. Okay, would you like to come up and speak to it and uh, perhaps explain how much you're asking for and why you need it and all those good things? Or are we putting you on the spot here? Are you putting me on the spot here? <laughs> I am not a public speaker. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Um, but I, but I understand, uh, well, we have a briefing note in front of us. I don't mm -hmm. know if you've read this one <laughs> no. that's in front of us, so... So there's uh, so we have a grants for groups uh, 
policy and uh, groups can ask to uh, request money from it, from it. So the backgrounder that was given us was the following group has, uh, well, your group has submitted a request for support to be funded through the town's grants, funding, and donations policy. And uh, it's the Peace River Regional Air Show Association is requesting council consider a donation for ongoing support and cost of planning, but stated any contribution will ensure the longevity of, I guess, to ensure the longevity of the air show. The association is requesting 17000 to cover expenses remaining from the 2014 air show. The town provided 5000 to the association for the 2009 show, but also provided other services and equipment to assist the association. In 2014, Council approved 5000 gift in kind for the air show. And um, Mr. Bunn, you, you listed uh, uh, two options here. Uh, one, to provide an additional level of support determined by Council to assist the Peace Regional Air Show Association. And I guess the second option was to provide no funding. But your recommendation was option one, um, which was to provide the funding. And your rationale, Mr. Bunn, was to provide support to the Peace Regional Air Show Association. Currently, 33000 odd dollars have been allocated from the 50000 amount budgeted in 2014 the, from the council, council grants to groups leaving 16856 16, By awarding the full request, this account would be oversubscribed by a couple uh, $144. Um, although this puts this account over budget, there's currently 5000 remaining in council public regulations and promotion, promotion which can offset the coverage. So would you like to add something to that, Vicki, why uh, you feel that? Um, I'm new to town. I'm new to Peace River. And first time I heard about the air show, I was like, whoa, there's an air show here. I don't even know why it is, first of all, but <laughs> I volunteer for it. And, um, and, I, and that went great. Like, it was a great thing. I thought, that was, I thought it went really well. Obviously, we didn't get the crowd that we expected because of the heat. And there's so much thing going on that we couldn't compete with at that weekend. But I... I think PCR should have an air show every two years. It just brings people here. We even heard people from BC hearing that Canadian forces were coming here. And they were like, oh, and they missed it by one day. They thought it, they, they came in, it was the wrong day. But it, it's something unique. It's not something that you see everywhere. Uh, even back home, I never saw an air show before. This is the first time. And I want to come to the north, and this is where I end up seeing <laughs> something like that. So, um, I would really appreciate support to this, uh, to this association. I mean, I'm working hard right now. Like if that can, if I can close out 2014, I can work on a great 2016. And whatever we made all those mistakes, whatever that was, budget more, <laughs> like in a better way. And I'm already like getting ready, just try to. Um, next time that we're not going to be in that situation again. It's not something I want every year to come and say, hey, can you just. You know, <laughs> do this again. No, this is really not the way I work usually. So right. I never work like that actually. So this is if you support this project. I mean, Peace River is unique in its own thing. I decide to stay here because I just love the place. And and then yeah, I don't know what to say really. I just kind of wanted to 
put it out there. I don't know what to right. no, that's great. prove anything here. Just yeah, so you uh, wrote a letter, and yeah. uh, that's attached. Yeah. And you uh, supplied the balance sheet. Mm -hmm. And so you have a current liability of 17450 <laughs> Okay. Your, your worship, if yep. I may, uh, was the thinking of the air show, you're, uh, you're just new to this, but I'm uh, just trying to, in terms of the planning, I presume you're hooking this to the the tour of the snowbirds is that the idea that you can hook you can hook into their regular act every two years yes is that, yes so that's you're why so you're planning to that's why it's every two years that's what drives people to come to the air show sure, in the first right. place so you're oh. fairly confident that every two years yes. uh, peace river can make it into the circuit i already applied for one for 2016 and usually what happens it comes to a first thing basis and they just schedule their summer with who is applying okay. before the and my, my second question would be how would you feel if Councillor Needham was to suggest that we only give you a third of your money and send you up the hill uh, up this hill or up that hill to our rural neighbors and ask for money have you yeah, already started that too, you, you've already case. done that yeah and what did they say I don't know I haven't gone to that yet <laughs> this okay. year my so it's, a, it's an outstanding yeah. request and did you ask for the same full no. amount from all three no uh, all I, the other one it was more as uh, what you can provide. So uh, depending on this one, I'm going to request a different amount for what's remaining, obviously. So I don't want to get 17000 from all everyone for this same thing. Well, I was I hoping you'd get 17000 from I the other wish. two. <laughs> I wish. I wish. Because then I don't have to do this again. But no. Um, no, yeah. So this is this is a special request for this so, specific so you're situation. And... I am going to, I'm asking help for everyone right now. That is in the Pace Regional <coughs> area. Okay. I, yeah. I think I understand. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> so, there, so there's ourselves, there's the uh, Northern Sunrise yeah. County that would be interested, I would hope, Northern Lights, mm -hmm. County of Northern Lights, and definitely the MD of Peace. Mm -hmm. Okay. Your Worship, may I ask a question? Just out of curiosity, what was your attendance numbers? Do you know? 3,000. Was 3,000? Yes. We expected five. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure when I was reading that bullet. I I thought it said that you were short by 2,000. Then I thought, no, it must mean you were short of your 2,000, but you were actually short 2,000. Okay. Yeah. Does, does that facility capable of holding that many people? Like, I mean, there was big oh, yeah. issues with parking as no. it was. People ended up parking on the highway because they couldn't get in. The problem is people didn't actually use our shuttle service that we have because it wasn't well. Well, I used the shuttle service and I was stuck in the bus for an hour. No, that was so. the problem because every other year it didn't have that. And this year every we ran out of space in the parking lot well, that's actually, that parking lot is never that full. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. You expected 2,000 more people, but in you didn't days. have parking for them. Okay, so the difference is now, it's, in the past year, they had it in two days. So that makes it worth it for both ways. We get attendance to, you can actually get people in both Saturday and Sunday, and then for the above, just slightly a bit more higher cost. But that way, we actually make sure we actually get our 5,000 uh, 5, people. And, and that was a problem this year. We only did that as a one day, and that's 
like that. I, I've never been doing an airship before. I just want to, oh, yeah, yeah, that's how, yeah, yeah, sorry. I just kind of trust in my superiors. Yeah, they probably got in stuck in the beer tent. The <laughs> yeah, <laughs> next time we have people going around doing a little show while you're waiting. <laughs> but no, I was never seen before. So that is something, obviously, next time we really advertise the shuttle, but for the lower price for people to actually take the shuttle so we don't have that problem and things like that. We're going to um, just a comment or two. So you mentioned that you were hoping to get 5,000 people. Was that 5,000 paying uh, attendees? Yeah. Okay, and the other um, question I, I would ask, I guess, as soon as you figure out if you have a date in 2016 yeah. that you, you do spread the word. Yes. I know some other events can't change theirs either. Yeah. But um, So you have quite a group working with you now, do you? Or? Uh, yeah, our uh, HM meeting is actually at the, uh, um, November 1st. And then uh, we recruiting, always being recruiting, but we had a fairly amount. Not fairly, but we could get a lot more people. <laughs> so I was right. the same crew doing everything right now. But um, it was just a lack of volunteers at that day. But we had... I understand you recruited Anna. Yeah, I know. She's right there. <laughs> so I think it's a very worthwhile event, but um, I, I don't know if I would put forth the motion as recommended here because um, I do think that spending the entire amount from the grants to groups, uh, we've got three or so months left uh, in this uh, budget year for the town, and we might have a few others that are asking as well. So how much was it? Seventeen thousand, seventeen thousand, seventeen thousand four hundred. Your worship, that by four, five. I'm wondering if administration could provide us. Like I, it seemed to me like we spent twenty grand last year after after we were elected. I suspect we'll see a similar ask this year. Is that is that fair to say, or is that high? I mean, well, we helped out the uh, the Salvation Army quite a bit. Yeah, I, I, I can't honestly think that, you know, of anything coming in that would necessarily be for grants to groups that high, but I, we can get the numbers from last year. I don't have them. Handed. Well, there's all those scale fundraising things. There was all, there's money for all those. But they're pretty much done now. Right? Festival of Trees, the, the Rotary House Gala, all those. Rotary House Rotary. is done. We did Rotary House last week. Last so year, I think we Festival of Trees is one of the only ones that's left, I think. Last year, we also had a budget of uh, double what this one was. So I think at least, I don't know, I'll say 8,000 should at least be left. In well, this. yeah. Huh. Well, if we, if we assume that um, Northern, so, so we, have, we have Northern Lights with Northern Sunrise, Emily of Peace, Possibly Grimshaw, and we certainly donate to the uh, to the uh, pond hockey, which is out on the other side of Grimshaw. So, uh, I, I think your worship, if I could just add an apology for interrupting. I, you know, the original uh, regional management model that we informally talked about listed those five. So I, I would suggest uh, it's just keep the math simple and handy up one fifth. Um, or should we just do it one quarter in case somebody? One uh, of those that's that's fair too. Doesn't. And as far as the budget, uh, th just because we have the budget doesn't mean we have to spend it. I'm okay leaving some money there at the end of the year. So one quarter would be forty three hundred and fifty. That that would be acceptable. 
Yeah, so uh, so is there, there a motion for 4350 No. Well, the I've airport been, guy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been called lots of things. Uh, the airport guy, I'm not so sure about. Yes, uh, Your Worship, I put a motion on the floor that the town of Peace River <coughs> make available $4,350 to the uh, Peace Regional Air Show Association to help with planning, and the money should uh, uh, come out of the uh, council grants uh, program. Okay. You, uh, uh, yeah, just one uh, one comment. I'd like to, uh, not affecting the motion or anything, but I'd like to get together with you um, sometime in the near future to speak with you about uh, what Deputy Elaine Manzer had mentioned about working with the other groups. As, as far yeah. as you, like, you know, I'm with PCES, but we also have the jet boat races in town. Mm -hmm. And the one idea that we did come up with, there is another grant out there that if we co collaborate as all as a okay, group, yeah. there is a grant out there that all three I'm of us will qualify for. So. Thank you. Just one other thing. <laughs> Do we want to somehow support the request and send something from our council to the other councils? Indicating our support and asking them to consider. Are you? Are you uh, do you need a motion to direct you to write a letter to that effect? Well, friendly, friendly amendment. I, I'm, I'm okay with a friendly amendment if, uh, if, uh, if. Well, why don't we keep it simple? And uh, I think the peace air show needs to do some of its own okay. hard work. Okay. So, all in favor of Councillor Needham's motion. That was fast. So you're a quarter <coughs> of the way there. Yay. <laughs> Anything help? Thank you so much. <laughs> That's everything, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. And to keep with the theme of airports, I believe the Edmonton City Centre Airport is up. We can and handle requesting we, we, we can handle this very quickly <laughs> if you like your worship. My suggestion is that the train has left the station some time ago. We should just accept this as information. Okay, so that's your motion? Yes. To accept this for information. All in favor of uh, Councillor Nina's motion? Yeah. Uh, Grand Prairie Regional College, the President's Ball. Um, they're not even in our community anymore. Can we dispense with this one pretty quickly? Or? Um, I just wanted to mention that um, I'm not sure about the past, but since I've been here, this is the second invitation, and last you, you have just accepted it for information. Yeah. And I imagine uh, Councillor Becky's going to make the same motion. I would so uh, accept uh, the invitation to the Grand Prairie Regional College President's Ball as information. All in favor? Okay. Um, Mighty Peace Tourism Investment Opportunity Launch. Mocha Cafe, Bell Petroleum Center, October 8th. Um, is there any background information? If, uh, if I may, Your Worship, this, uh, uh, this is, uh, I, I spoke briefly about this. Uh, investment opportunity uh, when I did council reports at the last meeting. So uh, perhaps maybe uh, just a motion to enable a couple of council members to attend. I'm, I'm not available uh, um, on October the 8th, but perhaps others are. Uh, I understand MLA 
Uh, Frank has been invited and a number of other dignitaries from Alberta Tourism. Um, it's a rather informal. There's a report. There's a discussion. And I think, again, just from memory, if I recall, it was uh, investment opportunities. So they're trying to attract foreign money or Alberta money or local money uh, to invest in Peace River. And at a very high level, the opportunities talked about in this report were uh, a marina, a ski hill, and a golf course, if I recall. And I may have misquoted, but I'm pretty sure those are the three. The report does cover all of Alberta, but I suspect on the 8th there will be some dialogue uh, about the report and perhaps other investment opportunities. So uh, a bit of a commercial, and I guess my motion would be to so enable one or two people to So attend. this is Wednesday, 7 in the evening? Correct. And uh, Mr. Bird, you you'll be attending a PEGA. Is anyone going to be able to make this this item? It sounds interesting, but uh, a bit short notice. Of it. Would be good? Yeah, probably. Okay. Mrs. Looks Sontra. like you're it. <laughs> so, Aaron and De De Councillor Ford and Deputy Mayor Manzer will try and attend it, so enable... Uh, Two councillors to attend, or should we even specify who they are? That, uh, a motion to enable uh, two councillors to attend would be uh, is, is exactly what I requested. Okay. So, have you got Mr. Needham's motion? All in favor of Mr. Needham's motion? Passed. The U of A is celebrating something here. Preparing for their centennial in 2015. So, um, this is an event in Edmonton, I'm assuming it. So, does somebody want to attend that? It's in 2015 already. I, I can't think past next week, so. Well, Your Worship, it looks like it's an event on the, this coming October 22nd. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, I, I'm not going. To, does somebody else want to go? Okay, a motion to accept for information. That would be great. Mr. Ford, Councillor Ford. All in favor of Councillor Ford's motion to accept for information. Passed. The uh, AUMA is already... Uh, oh, FCM. Missed that. Actually, I didn't open that one. So FCM is going to be held in Edmonton 2015 in June. And they're already booking rooms, is it? Um, Deputy Mayor brought this to my attention and asked me to bring it to Council so that we could um, get ahead of everybody else and book rooms quickly. Um, Mr. Mayor, Councillor Needham and myself attended the FCM last June and in Niagara Falls, in Niagara <laughs> Falls, and uh, besides being in Niagara Falls, it was very worthwhile in terms of uh, what we saw and got to uh, learn about. So, I would uh, move that um, uh, council and uh, mayor be enabled to attend the um, FCM annual conference and trade show. June 5th through 8th in Edmonton. 
Okay. Any, anybody want to make any comments or questions on that? If not, I'll call a vote on Deputy Mayor Manzer's motion. All in favor? Passed. AUMA uh, 2015 Annual Conference and Trade Show also going to be held around June the uh, 5th to the 8th. So, um, why? Okay, I did pull up FCM. Okay. Okay, so in September. Mr. Mayor, I'd also make a motion that council and mayor be enabled to attend the AUMA convention and trade show um, and elected officials uh, programming, which would be September 21 through Friday, September 25th, 2015. Okay, in and that's going to be held in Calgary. Any questions, comments? All in favor of uh, Deputy Mayor Manzer's motion? Passed. Um, and Oktoberfest. So this is closer to home. Points, I think it's Points West Living, right? Uh, as opposed to Point West Living. So they're having an Oktoberfest uh, get-together, 11.30 to 1 p.m. Uh, Friday, October 10th. Um, so perhaps we could... Uh, just enable councillors to attend that event and support our... Uh, yes, Councillor Mickey? I would make that motion to enable councillors and the mayor to attend uh, at their discretion. Okay. All in favour? Um, conflict Resolution Day. which is Thursday, October 16th. Uh, it's an international celebration, third Thursday of every October. Uh, and uh, they are looking for a proclamation, I take it. Or are they? Or is this for information? I'm a little unclear myself. Um, I, I almost feel like they're asking for a certain promotion of the conflict resolution rather than proclamation. So I'm not sure, Kelly. So maybe perhaps just to uh, put it in social it. media or something. I don't know. We could just um, announce that October 16th is conflict resolution day. Mm -hmm. Stop it. Well, that's like or, proclaiming it, isn't it? Or, or included in key communication, I guess. Okay. Um, Your Worship, I'd put a motion on the floor that we accept uh, this item as information, um, noting that we will uh, put it in our communication package, uh, uh, notifying the public that October 16th uh, is the date uh, chosen. Okay. All in favor of Councillor Needham's motion? Uh, the next item is uh, community. Um, uh, this is a request for a decision, is it? Oh well. To well, so it's the uh, minutes of the community services board, and my 
guess the recommendation is to accept the council, accept the minutes of the community services board uh, from April, May, June of this year as information. So somebody uh, have any questions or queries on the minutes? Okay. Anybody want to make a motion on this? Mr. Sachek? I move we uh, accept the minutes of the Community Services Board um, for information. Okay. Okay, great. Uh, that takes us to item 15, uh, which was an addition, the budget meeting. So there was... Uh, oh, Committee of the Hall. Uh, Committee of the Whole. Um, Just a small point of order, Your Worship. I don't think we actually voted on the uh, Community Services Board's minutes accepting in this information. Okay. I think it's almost time for a break here. Um, so we will go to uh, Committee of the Whole meeting. So this this item isn't, a, isn't an addition but was put on. So there's been some discussion about the need for, uh, I guess, uh, well, there, in the past, uh, there were committee of the whole meetings and there were council meetings. So council meetings, motions get passed, committee of the whole meetings, uh, uh, policy is discussed. So it's a little more freewheeling, uh, a little more brainstorming. So there... Um, and then a number of years ago, about two, maybe three years ago, uh, the, we abandoned uh, committee of the whole meetings and just went to council meetings. Um, but I think there has been enough, uh, I guess, comments that we don't really get a chance to discuss some of these items more fully. And to the point that I'm thinking that there's a desire to go back to committee of the whole meetings. And, and I think uh, uh, Mr. George Cuff in some of his interviews with counselors have talked about the benefits of committee of the whole meetings. And I think you attended some AUMA sessions where they had talked about uh, committee of the whole meetings, Mr. Needham. So. Uh, yes, Your Worship. I, I think just a, a general theme seemed to be that uh, if I can recollect the advice from a couple of the presenters, they were certainly suggesting uh, committee of the whole meetings, or I think I heard them referred to as council needs more cabin time. So that cabin time can be uh, as per the procedural bylaw, or I guess it could be Wednesday afternoons if we chose to do it on Wednesday afternoons. Uh, so anyway, the, it seems as though, uh, uh, again, just, uh, talking to my colleagues uh, at AUMA, uh, telephones, emails, uh, we've all shared some of this stuff informally and formally, and it seems as though we need to, in my mind, I think, get together and sort of bounce ideas around in, a, uh, as you described it, sort of a free-reeling uh, setting where people can speak uh, freely and openly. I, I hope people do regardless, and, but just uh, those discussions uh, give people a chance to bounce ideas around and uh, and have a maybe a more robust discussion. So I, I, I like the idea of another meeting. Uh, I guess we'll debate whether it fits into this schedule or whether it's a new one, but uh, certainly the advice from a couple of the workshops I attended was that 
there is added value of council uh, having discussions about uh, strategic plans. Uh, we've got three years left in our mandate. Uh, I'd like the public to remember us as the best council ever in Peace River. So uh, I look at our strategic plan, I get pretty antsy and excited. We've got a pretty energetic list. So however it is we tackle it, uh, whether it's through this format or whether it's through Committee of the Whole meetings, um, I, I guess I'm certainly flexible. Deputy Mayor Manzer. Are Committee of the Whole meetings um, public meetings? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes, they are, but I'm sorry for interrupting. Uh, my understanding is, uh, yes, they're public meetings. Uh, traditionally, you have not been allowed to make motions at those meetings, so things can be debated uh, in, in, and, uh, and the, the motion would then come on the floor the following. So uh, the, following the perception meeting. is not that everything gets discussed in the committee of the whole and then uh, no discussion, here's a motion, let's vote on it at the council meeting. I, that is not the perception, correct? I, I guess that <laughs> could be a perception. I, 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 don't, I don't know if I would agree with it. but uh, Like I agree, I think uh, as council we do need some mechanism to have discussion. So I'm just clarifying how that would work. Well, it's still a public meeting. I think uh, to allow perhaps more uh, freewheeling discussion and brainstorming, uh, perhaps it wouldn't be a, a podcast meeting, but, uh, but you know, if the public wanted to attend, they could. Um, I guess this probably, uh, if you, I recall from my days, I think even at the, I was still at the U of A, as a student, and Tucker Gomberg was a city of Edmonton uh, councillor, and he uh, he made a comment, probably at a committee of the whole meeting, that they should just uh, put a big skating rink down uh, Jasper Avenue, and uh, all hell broke loose after that. But it was probably more Tucker's personality than than anything else. But um, yeah, things can be taken out of context. Do uh do you have to have an agenda? Yeah. So, and if something's not on the agenda, you can't talk about it, or you can raise well, it, or well, I, I mean, typically, what I find it. is, if you've got a room full of people talking about stuff, you tend to wander around. Right. So, I, I, I guess my question is just how structured do we expect it to be? Well, it's the committee of the whole meetings that I've attended. Not that uh, they've been. Described them as great, but uh, they all had agendas to them. Yeah, from I'm not sure if it helps, uh, Councillor Terry. Yeah, my experience has always been agendas, um, and and you know that I, I guess just to partially answer uh, Deputy Manzer's question, I think um, so. You're at a committee of the whole meeting, and we're talking about you know issue A, and and issue A is perhaps the council is divided or it's a heated discussion. Uh, so everybody says their piece, but uh, there's that discussion could then be carried forward to the next meeting. So in that period of time, as a councilman, a council person, you could <coughs> talk to your voters, talk to your supporters, talk to your business community, collect your own information, um, and then when it comes up for debate again, uh, perhaps you're more informed, less informed. Um, so it's, um, you know, this, so it's... it's the deputy mayor was suggesting that it'll come up at the meeting and it'll just be a vote. Well, it'll come up at the meeting, but there'll still be a debate on it. 
uh, and there'll still be a vote, but it's just giving more people more time. And I, I guess I was just thinking of the big, um, well, lots of items, I'm sure, but uh, again, with the relationship with our neighbours, I really see a need to uh, start these discussions because I think I don't want a bunch more time. I, I, I want to make the best use of the time, and um, I guess we'll debate whether it's an add-on or whether it's part of this schedule, but uh, I, I think we need to do more in terms of uh, talking amongst ourselves and with our neighbours. I suppose the idea is that uh, it's a bit like learning, so you spend some time focused learning and then uh, you, uh, you, you get a chance to uh, set it aside and think about it more of a diffuse mode and uh, and then when it actually comes up for a vote then there's further discussion on, on the item. Your Worship, um, first of all I think I kind of wish we had had been doing this. I think in terms of the learning curve for at least for myself as a new counselor I think this could have been really beneficial had we started this at the beginning of our term. Having said that um, as far as the committee of the whole meetings go, and I don't know how they typically happen, there's probably no typical when it comes to it, but I'm assuming it would be a monthly meeting. Is that sort of, I, I'll ask a few questions. That it would be a monthly meeting, um, I would assume we would look to be targeting it in the evening so the public can actually attend, and that we would be giving sufficient notice advertising that we're going to be doing this because it is a relatively new um Undertaking so that the public is aware that they're on there and that they are welcome to attend. So yeah, so I guess we get to choose choose how many we want, when we want them, but we should make them regular so that you can put them in, the, in your uh, calendar. In, well, you, not only just in the calendar, but you put them in the procedural bylaw. Right. Okay. Uh, I you you attached some uh, the old one here, Mr. Bun. Uh, but what page would the uh, would the old committee of the whole items be on? Do you, do you recollect, or did they take that right out? The it's in the bylaw. Yeah. Which page? It's at the very beginning of the page. There's really not that much information on the um, um, meaning of the whole. It'll be on the page one where it's got definitions and so what so happened in the last one was maybe you guys can find it but uh, in, uh, it was so help me remember here Councillor Needham it was the third whatever Monday so we, we, we didn't have an extra meeting we we just rolled up the Monday meeting and made it a council meeting, but it was like the third third week of every month was a committee of the whole meeting on Mondays, and it started the same time and ended uh, and ended the same time midnight. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, I'm supposed to remember this stuff, but so currently we're we're doing the uh, first, second, and fourth Monday of each month. So the my recollection is the only thing that changed is. The, the second one was the the, call, the committee of the whole, and I, I think that's the only thing that changed. And but we could make this a Wednesday meeting. Yeah, it's, it, if we didn't, we, we didn't add any. Meetings. And it could be once a month, or it could be once a week. Or um, so I think that's the that's where people need to figure out what's 
uh, what they would be comfortable with. I know that Terry had talked about the uh, some of the arena stuff and how we want to uh, go around fundraising and how we want to approach that whole subject. That would be one of those items that would be uh, discussed. Uh, we've been pretty slow in putting together the policy on neighborhood renewals. We've kept on putting that that off, but that's somewhere that's a that's an item that we would discuss it these meetings and hammer it out and then administration would take the take the uh, the substance of that and try to ha put it into a, a policy. So it also depends where people want to make a commitment in time. So the discussion is do it within the existing time table or add another day? Is that... I would be giving it Sorry. I think we're going to have to add a date. Yeah, I, I mean, if we if we take one of our existing meetings, I mean, we have three meetings a month now, and then go to ten o'clock at night. So, I mean, cutting one of those. So, Wednesday afternoons. Afternoons, no. Fine yeah, <laughs> <the> afternoon. <laughs> I'd almost tend to suggest doing it the uh, Monday we don't have council. I've already got a meeting scheduled for that. Yeah. Some people have read. Well, do we need need a fourth meeting? I I guess I I look at you know, and I've been on look at some other municipalities. Town of Flair, they have one council meeting a month. Some of the others, I'm not sure, and I don't think just because they only do one. Do and we how have to big do one, is the town of Flair? What's that? How big is the town of Flair? Well, What's it's a, it's a lot smaller, but it's not that much smaller. Is it know? is it going to be the highest? Uh, the greatest population increase in the next five, ten years, like the town of Peace River? <laughs> As an option, um, you could you could simply move forward with your schedule as it exists today and try it, and on the second meeting of the month, we limit the agenda items. So you're calling it the same thing. It does give you the ability, if you so choose, to at least make a motion at the end of a discussion. But instead of having a full agenda like we typically do, we would maybe run two or three items that are the main points of discussion that you want to go with as opposed to a full agenda. And see how that works and then and then go from there. I don't think that will work very well because I think you kind of want to just focus in on a couple items and have the discussion and and not be pressured by getting out of here by 10, 10 o'clock. No, but I think that's what Kelly said. Instead of having, like, your second meeting of the month, instead of having a full agenda, you would put four items on there that we want to talk about and don't go through the other, the whole other schedule. The, the value to that is if you, for whatever reason, have some emergent item or urgent item you could put on but you wouldn't make that a habit that would be the exception rather than the rule so if we if we had to make a decision because we need to let a contract the next day or something like that we may add that but then you you would stick with your main items maybe the arena or you know two or three items on the agenda as well so would you run that as two separate meetings or would you run it as one council meeting you where just, you have three council items and then the remainder of the meeting is committee of the whole no, it, would it wouldn't be called just, that. Oh, wouldn't be called that? It would just be your council meeting, but your agenda would be unfinished business as an example, arena. And that might be the only agenda item. 
but if we had a contract that we absolutely had to get out, we could add that to that agenda. And you could still you could make, make a, a motion so we could proceed. So you haven't necessarily lost the day, but you would you wouldn't. So could we could we look at that format until the end of the calendar year and then revise, yeah. you know, or at least for a couple months? I'm, I'm not interested in that agenda because you've got these other items that you're already talking about. Uh, I'd rather, if we're going to talk about the arena stuff, I'd rather be a clean slate coming in here on a late Wednesday afternoon or something like that, and we uh, we talk it through and just focus in on that. It'll always be, yeah, uh, and and we have the slate clean because that's that's the problem we ran into the last time. That's why we decided just to make them all council meetings. Well, I'm okay with another meeting, I guess, if that's what it boils down to. I think we got to address it one way or the other. So if we don't want to use one of our existing meetings, that only leaves us one option, another meeting. Well, and that's not to say the meeting is not going to be four or five hours. It could be an hour, I guess. So it depends how agreeable you are. Well, it, it <laughs> depends whether or not you have the podium or not, Councillor Southjack. <laughs> well, that's just it. You would limit it. But so you, you can always cancel them. You could still have one. You could have a council <coughs> meeting every Wednesday, and if there's no topics to discuss, you could just cancel it, or you could make it one one a month or something. Like I was that. gonna say I, I'd be inclined to want to try it once a month okay. initially, and personally, my vote if we aren't going to use an existing council meeting would be the maybe the Wednesday evening of the week we don't have a council meeting, but afternoons I think are a little bit hard. Yeah, so five o'clock. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If we keep the time, I mean, it'd be nice to do it on the Mondays, but I know, like, Lat Cardinal meets on Monday nights. The Monday we don't have council, so Mondays are a little tough, too, so I don't know who else has commitments, but... What about Tuesday of the week that we don't normally meet? Because if uh, council ends up going to a Thursday meeting in Timbuktu, um, they might be leaving Wednesday night. Whereas if it was a Tuesday, you tend not, maybe you do tend to have Wednesday meetings elsewhere. I don't know, but I'm thinking not. There are actually quite a few Wednesday evening meetings, uh, RCMP, some other stuff. Tuesday is probably. Services board, all my meetings are Wednesday. So it's, so it's Tuesday, Tuesday is at 5 on the meeting, on the week that we don't have a council meeting. So that's the third week of the month, right? Third week, yeah. Is there, could we, I mean, this is, the calendar year is disappearing on us quickly here. Can we just, somebody pick a cup, pick a day in November and, a, you know, December is like a half a month, it seems like, but uh, try a couple, is that? Well, I guess that's what we're doing. Is that, and then. But we still have to amend the bylaw, don't we? So if we're going to do it. I, I would suggest we just do a special meeting. Right, we're allowed to have a special yeah. meeting, call yeah. the committee the whole, and then we'd have to amend the bylaw. We still have to announce everything else, but we can go ahead and do it. We can do that? Yeah, we could do that. So try that so for the remainder of the calendar year, and then yeah. I'd be game for that. Okay. If, that's, if that's legit, and we can pull that, and we can give it a shot. 
So third Tuesday of October, 21st. which would be the 21st. November would be the 18th. And December would be getting really close to Christmas, 23rd. Well, and again, if we don't have anything... Well, and if we need to cancel it, we can cancel it. Like the mayor said, if there's no topics, then we don't have to have it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, we need to advertise. So, and you need to give how much notice for the? Oh, okay. So that's doable. Okay. So you wanted one to talk about the arena stuff before October 14th. <laughs> We could meet this Wednesday or Thursday. Well, I guess we have a meeting, uh, budget meeting this Wednesday. 16th. Not this Wednesday. Oh, okay. Thursday the 16th. Yeah. Well, we're not sure yet. Just hold on. So what are our dates? So, so if we wanted to have one this week, we need to advertise it tomorrow. Right. <clears throat> well, I could do Wednesday or Thursday. This is uh, this would be a, a special meeting just to talk about the arena. So would this be in lieu of the okay. committee of the whole on yeah. the third Tuesday or whatever? Yeah, and I think okay. that was that was the biggest impetus for this committee of the whole was. Terry, uh, Terry wanted a, a more a fuller discussion on how we want to approach the arena stuff. Okay. Well, I can make it work, so I guess we just need to pick a date. This week. This week. So just okay. So then it's a Wednesday then. <laughs> Well, if oh, we, can, we can't even get in enough time on Wednesday. Rod, Thursday. Well, there's one thing apparently. On Friday. Friday's a long weekend, yeah. It's a long weekend already. Jeez. Again. <laughs> Why don't we just cancel long weekends? We have a meeting. Or at home. <coughs> so are we having? So <laughs> I, I, I'm walking around the street. That's why I'm here. Okay, <laughs> I would. Uh, I'd put forward uh, Thursday. What time do you curl in late? Late or early? Well, 6:30. Going to a pega, Rod and Tom. Okay. And that's at what time? I think it starts at six thirty and goes till probably eight thirty nine. We probably need more. So than we can start after that. Okay, Thursday, five o'clock. Thursday, Thursday at five. Thursday at five. So do we need a motion for a special meeting? Is that what we're gonna? Thursday the ninth. Yeah. Make me happy with my wife. Just what happened. So who's got a motion? 
Mr. Sontag. I uh, move that council um, advertises and holds special meeting of council on October 9th at 5 o'clock. Council chambers. Uh, topic of discussion will be around the arena and funding and partnerships, etc. In favor of Mr. Sawcheck's motion. Okay. So in keeping with special announcements, and do we want to pick off, is the desire to just finish that one and see where we go, or do you want to nail down another? Uh, we'll we'll nail. pick off that one. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Okay. Sorry. I would almost ask that we think of another one because things oh, okay. are getting booked. Okay. Think of another one. So, you want to propose a date? Those other dates that uh, Mr. Sawchuk or Councillor Sawchuk mentioned before works for me. Those Tuesdays. So the third Tuesday of the month. Yeah, the twenty twenty-first of October. Well, no, we wouldn't do October because we're going to do this one in lieu. So it'd be November, December. So November eighteenth. Friendly amendment wow. uh, would be the seventeenth, from my perspective. If that November, that's a Monday. That's on the Well, this is more important than the AMDC. That's because you're not going. <laughs> I don't know about that. So, so the 17th, there's no council activity is my point. I, I don't think there's no regular meeting. He has his meeting. Black Cardinal. So can we work around, what time is Black Cardinal? Seven. So Typically seven to nine. So could we go five to seven? Sure. You we can, and you know, again, it'll depend on what's happening with that. You know, if I miss a meeting, well, depending on the idea that these committee, the whole meetings, we're going to have one item, one agenda item or two, and blast through it. I, I hope. I would say just I would say save the time, then save that date for five o'clock, and we'll decide what the topic is. And I guess okay. I'll decide which meeting is. So we won't advertise it yet. No. So that's, uh, sorry, just for clarification, November 17th, the Monday? Yeah. Okay. One of the topics we do need to discuss is um, uh, Peace River's involvement in economic development, however it goes. So that could be a topic sometime. Well, the, yeah, the transportation study, the mm -hmm. recreation, you know, there's a number of things we can talk about. So do we have one in December or not? Well, right now it's December 23rd, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be here. The third Tuesday is the 16th. Oh, okay, the 16th. Like, you're going to be here by yourself. <laughs> well, we, we're going to have to schedule budget okay, meetings. Okay, well, let's have motions then. <laughs> we're going to have to schedule budget meetings, too, in this time, same time period. So... so Okay, then I would make a motion for uh, December 16th for Committee of the Whole. Okay. Special well, meeting. 
Sorry, just, set, special just set aside that time, and okay. we'll uh, decide whether we actually need a special meeting. December 16th? When's December 16th. Yeah, we're just telling people will decide. Save the date. Closer to the date. And we may be turning them into budget meetings, depending on how that yeah, goes. Exactly. So, did we vote on the motion to make to for uh, this coming uh, Thursday? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, people are going to set aside the dates of October. Set aside November seventeenth and December sixteenth. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. So that takes us to uh, the budget meeting. So it's. Uh, Good thing that I asked because I thought it was this Wednesday. So let's clarify that because there were some questions going around uh, in emails. So the budget meeting is October 16th, starting at 1300 hours. No. I had it at 9 a.m. No, it's on Thursday. Yes. Thursday, October 16th, I had from 9 a.m. Correct. We're done. <laughs> Now, uh, do we need to do, so when I asked, when I asked for this item to be put on, I put budget meeting in preparation. So is there any preparation that members feel that we uh, need to be done or even Kelly needs, feels that we should have for the budget? So any any, any feeling around preparation? Well, I guess, and I'm not sure how easy it's going to be for Kelly. I'd, I'd like to see a more complete budget than we saw last year. Like, I'm not sure whether we need to provide you some direction up front be before that. or It just seemed like last year there's a lot of stuff up in the air, and I'd rather have a full budget and then we were add and, add and take away from it as opposed to having a bunch of stuff just thrown, at, thrown on it. But that's just mine, obviously. Some of the other counselors have a different view well I guess we'll have to start with what he's got because uh, if you have a different idea of what's going to happen I guess uh, there may not be time to to put all that together so I think we're committed to uh, the 16th and uh, and work from there so just to clarify we don't uh, council hasn't set any budget parameters so what you what you have is a budget that is this point driven by administration as to what they believe uh, council should consider and they will explain why they think you should consider it and at that point you need to start making decisions if at any point in the process you say okay here's the parameters then we will work within those parameters I think to be fair I, I think we should have in June kind of said we want to balance budget we want to increase 1% or whatever I, and I guess I'm going back. That's how the provincial government tends to budget. And planning priorities, they sit down six months or eight months before the budget lays out some broad parameters. And so, I, you know, it's not fair to you to ask something at that point. Well, I guess what we did ask, we asked, okay, we have a strategic plan and we need to uh, build the budget to meet the strategic plan. So uh, I'm, I'm assuming that that's what administration has done. 
and they've taken what we felt would be the strategic objectives for the next four years and uh, and put it in or uh, well certainly for instance if if we told Tanya we need all the trails done by 20, whatever it is, 18 or 17, she'll have, she'll put in, uh, she'll put in those items. Um, Mr. Mayor, um, has the uh, town uh, department finished its um, GIS um, input? Because that was going to be one of the things that was going to drive some of the paving and yeah. I don't know. Stuff. And 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 the intention is to present that in the budget discussion. Because the other thing that I think it needs to be uh, part of our awareness, anyhow, is the things like what's happening with Athabasca Hall and uh, well, the arena certainly. Yeah. Any major budget items that have been floating along with us here for a while. And somehow we need to come to terms with is money to be spent or where are we going? Great. So uh, let me just go around the table. So, Mr. Needham, is there anything else in terms of budget prep that? Uh, Off the top of my head, I I, I can't think of anything. Um, I guess. Uh, thinking of that strategic plan, though, uh, the you know, as an example, the uh, the transportation. I, I I guess we're not going to really have a number. Well, first of all, we don't know where we're going, so I guess there won't be a number. But I was just thinking of some of the capital stuff, and I guess uh, along that line, I think the other capital. Um, and Kelly, I'm just catching your eye here. I think there was um, an IOU to get back with council with a capital plan on the streets, the condition. I'm not sure if I'm describing the so water sewer street report condition of 101 Street, 102nd Street, and then along with that we could look at the town, determine priorities, and then obviously some money. So I, I guess the request would be to make sure we have that available. I'm not. Yeah, and I think that is that's the same thing that uh, Deputy exactly. Mayor was asking for. So we will have that presented at the budget meeting. Okay, great. Rod, you mentioned. Are you still got your light on there? No, I could. Rod, nothing else. Four. Terry. Uh, one other one. Um, have we um, have we already seen a new snow and ice control policy? That might be part of it for some ongoing. What, what they're working on is level of service, and I know Terry has reviewed the the ice policy. It's now sitting in my office, actually, uh, ready to come here. But there is a few questions that I had, so. When Sandy gets back, I'll be discussing it with her, and, and then it'll come forward. Uh, one of the things that I think uh, we need, and we won't have it ready for October 16th, I'm sure. Uh, so in 2010, so I've, I've attended whatever, four of these, or five, four budget cycles, and uh, 
fire department always comes up and uh, the uh, answers to, to my questions and other counselors' questions are vague. Uh, we, if not opaque, um, last council budget cycle we asked for a reduction of 100000 uh, It was like pulling teeth from that particular department. Um, only recently have we received the 2010, uh, in fact, the last council, certainly I didn't see it, and a number of other councillors didn't see the 2010 um, review of the fire department. Uh, so if we want to make some decisions on the fire on the fire budget, I think it needs to be done from a factual basis. So I think there needs to be... Uh, that, that report needs to be redone or, uh, and by an external party. So um, I'm, I'm thinking there needs to be a, a motion to, uh, to revise or review that 2010 report. Um, somebody want to make a motion to that effect? Well, I, I, I guess your worship, I, I did... Uh, we did receive some of that uh, material uh, via email, I think, uh, from our, our last uh, report. And yes, it's it's 2010, and I, I, I did read through it, and uh, I noticed there's a number of recommendations in there, and I think there was 14 of them. And the one that struck struck my struck a chord with me was was number 14. It said that the fire department was supposed to work with Public Works on uh, obtaining uh, a, a tanker, and uh, obviously. Uh, they didn't do that. They went and bought one with, North, with Northern Sunrise County, which was a good thing. Uh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry with with Northern Lights. So uh, as I go through there, I, there's the particular recommendation that causes me some grief, and it does connect back to the uh, to the budget cycle. It's this whole business of of co-response, and there seems to be some unanswered questions. So uh, I guess in the interest of well moving this discussion along, if I, if I can, uh, I, I would be prepared to put a motion on the floor to direct the mayor to develop a terms of reference to permit an update of the 2010 fire services risk analysis and strategic planning report and provide a recommendation or recommendations as to which consulting firm to hire for this work by the next council meeting. So the implication of that is uh, um, a motion that Council would vote on, but also there'd have to be um, a cost estimate as to what that uh, would entail, and I'd suggest that perhaps that comes out of the fire reserve. So that's that's my thinking uh, to date. So there was a motion there. Then there, there was. I could pass it over to the recording secretary. Perhaps uh, that would be easier. And maybe you can read. Uh, so, any any discussion on that? Any further discussion? Should we say? Could you read that back again? Just sorry. Absolutely. Um, so, Councillor Needham moved um, to direct the mayor to develop a terms of reference to permit an update of the 2010 Fire Services Risk Analysis and Strategic Planning Report, and provide a recommendation or recommendations as to which consulting firm to hire for this work by the next council meeting. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I'm willing to take that on. So this would then, you're, you're doing this because it's part of the budget plan for monetary like expense purposes kind of? Well, I, as I well would, as you know, uh, so one of the questions that, well, I, a good example is two years ago, I, I, uh, it was pretty well last minute granted, but uh, it, it got down around the fire hall discussion, but I made some I made some phone calls as to how many people do you have in your fire department to Whitecourt, Edson, Hinton, and uh, and and they had uh, two two full time fire people in, in these communities, uh, whereas we have somewhere in the neighborhood of four to five. Um, but and and it was too late to make any any moves on that budget. Uh, even though I, I wanted to to see some changes to that to that budget was, but it was pretty well twelfth, eleventh hour. But you you can't make those sort of decisions without any data in front of you. I mean, if you look at that twenty ten report, you know there's some recommendations there that we don't seem to have acted on, and why didn't we act on them? And that uh, never came out in the three months that in the three years that I was a councillor. In fact, I, I only saw I only saw that report just recently. I, I have a comment, I guess. I I don't certainly see the value in getting that thing updated because again, it is five or thereabouts years old, and and the structure, the people that are involved in the fire department. I think it was a pretty thorough report, and I think the intent was you know to to look at everything, and I think they did. It certainly needs to be updated, and I agree with, with putting that out there. I guess my question is, how long is this going to take if it's going to be of value at this budget meeting? But, I mean, if we don't start it, it doesn't happen. So. Right. And, uh, well, that's just it. But uh, you, you don't have to pass the budget until uh, the tax assessments have to go out, which is pretty well last week in April. But yeah, I know, but we're, we're to trying to get away from that, I thought. But whatever. I, but if you start now, then you can get it done. I think we can probably structure it so we can get back some of the key recommendations, like this whole coal response. That's never set very well with me. I don't. I don't understand it. I, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It, to me, it seems like an over abundance of expenditure of government fund fundings to do it. So it maybe some of those key things could be fleshed out first and, you know, it's a preliminary recommendation and then we get the final report later, but. Your Worship? Uh, just sort of going off of Councillor Burr's comment there, I guess as it relates to the budgeting process, um, Kelly, is it possible, because of my ignorance with this, to have um, um, Lance give us an overview of exactly what the co-responses, I don't understand it. So I don't understand the ramifications and the implications of it. So if I, if we can get a briefing note or something that I can I'd I rather try that, to wrap my head around it. I'd rather that come from Kelly. Like, I have a hard time understanding Lance. He kind of danced around Okay, stuff, so, so I don't know. Kelly, are you able to do that then? Because I just, I don't understand it, and I don't like making decisions on something that I don't particularly have my head wrapped around. Yeah, we'll put together some information that hopefully will make sense. Okay, so there's uh, Councillor Needham's motion on the table. Uh, people ready to vote on it? 
Uh, do they need a red back? I think, okay. Do they need a red back? <coughs> Councillor Needham moved to direct the mayor to develop a terms of reference to permit an update of the 2010 fire services risk analysis and strategic planning report and provide a recommendation or recommendations as to which consulting firm to hire for this work by the next council meeting. Okay, I'll call for a vote. All in favor of Ms. Mr. Needham's motion? Any against? Okay. Okay, so then we go to parking lots from from budgets to parking lot, uh, Peace River Airport um, parking lot revised tender price. This is an additional item, and then uh, can we can we can we join these two along with the waiving of the two point seven five percent markup? Okay. Yeah. So the the issue is uh, that the tender came in considerably above what the estimate estimate was for the project. So we have had numerous discussions with Shell in terms of the funding agency as well as with all of the contractors associated <coughs> with, with the low tender. We have um, managed to find some areas where, where we can uh, reduce cost but still maintaining the basic integrity of the, of the project. The Things like external lighting uh, in the parking lot has been removed. The existing three internal lights will remain. Uh, so, so some things like that. But, but basically, the parking lot will be electrified. All the stalls will be paved as previously planned. Uh, Shell has agreed with the increase in the value. So um, it probably is uh, worthwhile for council at least to be aware of it and perhaps make a motion that, that we increase the, the budget because we have approved the, the project previously to the maximum amount of $2 million and no prior to Shell, so we could move that project forward. Uh, but now that we have a better number, you may want to revise the motion or, uh, like I say, at least be aware of, of where we're at. The second part of that was Shell asked if, uh, because they were anticipating this to be about a 1.2 to 1.3 million dollar project maximum, whether we would consider dropping the 2.75 percent administration fee that we have built into the agreement. <laughs> My response to them is, with all the headaches they've caused, it's going up to 10 percent. But I said I would bring it here anyway. Kelly, I have a question on this. The last meeting we approved the project subject to Shell's approval. Right. So you're saying we need to re-approve it? You know, honestly, I, we probably don't need a motion. I did want everybody to be aware of where we ended up with it. So we're at about one, uh, one seven. I don't have it. Open. Yeah, one seven four five six six three. Yeah. So again, just so everybody understands, uh, Shell was was really uh, not happy with that number. So, like, like I say, we did have lots of discussion, lots of negotiation. To the contractor's credit, when we had a meeting, they did bring in all the subs, and all the subs participated in the discussion to try and find ways to work the project to get a little more palatable in terms of the cost. So I think we've done as much as we can to move the dollar amount. Uh, we went back to Shell and said, this is it, and they said, okay, let's 
move forward. They want to get it done. So the project will uh, will move forward this fall, but the only thing that's going to happen is the power will be extended to an additional 40 uh, stalls this fall. And that basically is work that uh, next spring will be taken out, so it's, it's kind of wasted, but Shell wants that in place for this winter. Um, and then next next year, the whole project will go start to finish. So they're not doing anything twice. This, they this, are doing this it twice. 40, this forty stall electrification temporary. is temporary, and we did tell oh. Shell and and the the contractor actually gave us a dollar amount that he said if they don't need this, I, he would remove twenty seven thousand dollars from the bid price and and so Shell was aware of that and they said no it's we believe it's essential that we do this so is 27,000 about 2.75 percent <laughs> no <laughs> uh, so I guess then my question for that is is what is I mean this is going to cost us something to administer because are we not fronting everything sort of and handling we're basically project managing it aren't we yes yeah and you know, of course, their position is that, hey, you guys are going to have this parking lot long after we're gone, so therefore it's a value to you, and and because it's gone up, you should contribute to it. Uh, but but we're, uh, you know, I think we're working really hard to work with them and to make things happen. So if if you were asking me for a recommendation, I would say no. I th I think they're getting value for the two point seven five percent. And two point seven five is not. Is is actually under? It's very low. Evaluating our time. for services, I would agree. Yeah. Two point seven five percent of what was the 1. 1. Uh, of the figure on the paper there? Yeah. Oh, I get. Do, you need, do we need a motion on the floor to? Well, I guess we need two, right? So we need one on this, on to accept this. Or we did accept this we budget. Did. We, we did, yeah. Okay. You, you might want to, in, in order for me to go back to Shell, if you did make one on the, uh, as an official motion on the 2.75%, right. then I can present should that back. We, should we make a motion on this one to accept this as information? Yeah, yeah, yeah why don't we do that, and then it's it's recorded. Uh, there's no question on it. If we receive that for information, and then do the other one. Is the okay, so uh, so I'll entertain a motion on, on uh, item uh, 8... Point one six, uh, Peace River Airport parking lot revised tender price. Uh, Councilor Mackey. I would make that motion, Your Worship. To accept it as information. To accept it as information. All in favor, Councilor. Oh, I have a question, but okay. we can vote no, on the motion, and then I can ask my question. Okay. Okay, we're voting on that. Okay, ask your question. Kelly, I wondering how much work could be. I'm just curious to see where the changes were. Like, can you update a spreadsheet to show that what? What was on the original tender and what this one was? They haven't. So, so things like uh, the the wiring was a hundred thousand dollars was taken off to eliminate the perimeter wiring. Fifty five thousand was removed. They changed the the requirement from copper to aluminum, and that saved fifty five thousand. Um, we we rerouted some of the uh, some of the underground boring so that it was a shorter distance so just strictly per meter costs dropped when we were able to do that temporary parking um, 
there's $87,000 that site occupancy that it, the project was bid on the basis of that being a zero number, so that's removed. Um, the, the temporary parking, the contractor was intending on doing half the lot and keeping half in operation and then switching. And if we're able to provide our our spot that we had offered, uh, we said till the end of the year, if we're able to continue that through for the entire project, then they can save uh, mob and demob costs of I think it's thirty thousand in that neighborhood. Some odds and ends after that. We what we didn't compromise on was the structure. So it is a good structure for a parking lot. It should serve us well for many many years. Uh, there was talk about compromising on that. I, I I said no. We're not going to allow that to be entered into the discussion. So that's kind of the nuts and bolts. But we we can get the revised breakdown amounts. Oh, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't have a question. I was going to make a motion on 17 if I can. Are we done? We voted, right? Yeah, we voted. Okay. Yeah. So I would make a motion then to uh, reject the waiving of the 2.75% markup for administration on the parking lot paving project. Okay. All in favor of Councillor Venke's motion? So that's passed unanimously. And uh, we can take a break here, and I will, uh, and, and for the media, you, there's supper here for hanging in there. <laughs> We've got some chili in there for you. So we'll call the, uh, the meeting back to order. So uh, welcome, Dr. Lungard. Thank you. And um, you uh, you had put put forward a proposal uh, for us to uh, help out some with some housing, and uh, so I think we invited you here to explain your. I don't know who invited you here, <laughs> but we, you were invited I was told here. You might have some questions. Yeah. Okay, okay. Great. That's a great way of putting it. So, um, I think maybe you could just outline your. Uh, your predicament. Okay. And uh, then we can go from there. Good. So traditionally, locum physicians used to, this is, we're talking more than 10 years ago, used to come in to cover a local doctor when they were away. So we would clean up our house before we left and they would move in and we'd go off on our holidays and they would live in our house. But Peace River for the last many years has been in the predicament of not having enough physicians. So I have to supplement and bring in physician, locum physicians, just to help cover um, so that the docs that do live in Peace River don't have to be on call all the time. Because frankly, if they had to cover all the call at the hospital 24-7, you wouldn't have any doctors in Peace River. You'd be totally reliant on locums. So um, over the last few years, it's been, and with, you know, with the apartments becoming tighter again, for a while it wasn't too bad. You know, now it's, it's hard for people to find a place to live. And frankly, there's such a need for locums across the province that if I insisted that locums pay their own, their own rent, 
they wouldn't come. So in order to get locums to come here, we have to leverage whatever accommodation we can to provide for them. Now there's two main different types of locums that we can get. The AMA locums, um, the AMA and RPAP, Rural Physician Action Plan, have a locum program. So for towns that have four doctors or fewer, they can actually get week-long locums and the, and the AMA, that program, pays for the accommodation and they're usually put up in hotels. But Peace River, of course, has more than four doctors, so we don't qualify for that program. Now, RPAP has been very kind to us and they have allowed us to use it on occasion, especially if we have a special need like a, a GP surgeon um, or a GP anesthetist or in times when we're in dire straits, they will, will you know, make a special dispensation. But I can't use them for all of our locums. And we also qualify for the seniors weekend locum because you have four doctors in town who are over 55. And uh, so we can each one weekend a month give our call to a, a locum who comes in. Um, so they cover three of the five weekend shifts in a month. And again, there the AMA program does pay for the accommodation and, and we use hotels usually. Now, we have in the past, town council a few years ago was kind enough to provide some funding for a year. We had, um, we have every year um, medical students who come up for 10 months out of the year to do their training here in Peace River. And we have family medicine residents who come anywhere from two months to five months at a time. So our PAP keeps four, um, two townhouses and two apartments. So four, four um, different places um, in town. So in the summer months when there's no students in the student apartments, our PAP doesn't mind if we use that for locums. They do charge, I think, $50 a night or so for it. Um, so there are times of the year where I do have some accommodation I can use, but if we have medical students over the summer, um, then I can't use those apartments. And we had one year where we had three ICC students, and it took about a year before the, the um, locum program let that third apartment go, but they did shut it down and gave up their lease. So since then, I've, I've had a terrible time finding places for locums to stay. The hospital does have one apartment that it leases, and it's used for short-term um, agency nurses who come in, um, staff that are here doing training, um, and they will, when it's not booked for anybody else, allow our locums to use that as well. But it's not—it's an old, quite an old apartment, and desperately needs to be refurnished and redone. So the last locum I had in there wasn't terribly happy. Thought he was uh, staying in the, the slums, I think. So, um, and the problem, unless we have, you know, an, another apartment or something set up, um, at least until Rotary House is up and running, because they hopefully will have something built in, um, in their plans for locums and for students. Um, but until that's up and running, which I think will probably be a couple of years anyway. Um, we're in dire straits and I need to get locums in but if I don't have a place to put them up and I don't have any money to pay for a hotel for a month because I really like to get locums that come for a longer period of time and this is the way we get docs to try out Peace River and this is a recruitment strategy. 
So for instance, next week I have Dr. Um, Becky Sloan coming. She does GP anesthesia, and we need a new, a new uh, doc with those skills. So she's coming until early January to try us out. Now she's going to be staying in the hospital apartment. So I hope we don't, don't uh, discourage her by giving her the uh, less than optimal accommodation, but we'll, she'll just have to understand it's free. But, I mean, you can't just come into town for a month and rent a place for a month, even if you wanted to. So, so I would, I would, I'm asking for the next couple of years, if it's possible, to have some help with some funding um, to hopefully lease another apartment and, and set it up so that it can be used for, for locums. Um, <clears throat> we have all the hospital, Rob Kiley, has also asked Shell for some help with some funding for this as well. So we're not, you're not the only source that we're Rob going to. Kiley the no, Rob Kiley is the site manager in Peace River. Oh, okay. But he is on the hospital foundation. Now we've, we've thought of the hospital foundation, but they've made it fairly clear that their monies are to go to medical equipment and things that are used in hospital. Okay. So that was the first ask in the... In the uh, that was the first ask in the um, in the letter. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. And uh, so, I mean, if you can't, if, I know money is an issue. Um, one of the things that might help us in the short term is if if we, you know, had another or had even just a thousand or two thousand dollars, we could buy a new couch and chair for the hospital apartment and make it a little bit nicer make sure it's a nice place to, to stay would be helpful too. Um, that wasn't in the letter because that just sort of came up in the last week or so. Um, the other one was um, we would like to see town council maybe take the lead in getting a physician recruitment and retention committee going in this area. It's um, something we've suggested a few times in the past. RPAP has a very good program up and running and have lots of assistance for it, but somebody has to take the lead to get it going. Up till now, the physicians in Peace River have been pretty proactive in doing our own recruiting, but um, we're all getting pretty busy. For instance, I've had to take the day off tomorrow just to show a, a potential recruit around. So it would be helpful to have a, a group that did that kind of thing. Your Worship, may I ask a question? Yeah. The, the Grimshaw recruitment team that's in place, are they following the same model that you're just talking I'm not, about? I'm not familiar okay. with, whether they are formed through RPAP or not. Okay, I can ask I can ask a couple of them. Um, and the other question is, have you talked to Northern Sunrise at all about this request? Like, I'm assuming they're relying on the same doctors that we're relying on. They are, but I'm asking I'm asking them for the big bucks. Okay. We're, we're, as you know, you've got a town council member on the committee right. that's looking at building a new, a new facility as a home for our family care clinic, which, by the way, is still going ahead. At least we're in the planning stages. So based on your ask here, you're saying that you could work with an apartment um, because you've got four different options on here. You've got a half duplex. You've got a four-bedroom house. You've got a two-bedroom apartment and a three-bedroom apartment. Oh, I didn't. Somebody must, else must have put oh. that. Oh. 
I think that was some research that Tanya had done to come up with some pricing. Oh, my apologies. Okay, so I guess just so we're clear then, what exactly is it as far as the financial component goes that you're looking for? Well, money's to lease lease an apartment for whatever you can, you know, six months, a year. And that needs to be a furnished apartment, I'm assuming? Yes. So there needs to be some money to furnish the place. A, a two, like, are you looking for a two-bedroom? A two-bedroom be, two would be better in that some of the locums do bring family members with them. Um, and if it's a two-bedroom and I've got two female locums here and they're compatible, they can stay together. So quite often you'd have overlapping with locums. Yes. Yeah. And if they're not of the same gender, you can't house them together? Well, it becomes a little tricky. Well, I, and I understand that. I guess I'm saying is, is this is this is like a finger in the hole of the dike kind of fill because mm-hmm. you're still going to run into situations where you may or may not have housing? Right. Okay. Yeah. Just uh, uh, could recap for me. So you've got four apartments, two townhouses, and no, no. There's sorry, RPAP, Rural Physician Action Plan, has two apartments that are used for ICC students. So I can only access those. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. When you were saying during July and August, sometimes it was I, we, and them. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure I, who the I, we, the, and okay. So. And the RPAP has two townhouses which are used for medical residents. We don't. We sometimes have a break of a month or so where we don't have a resident, so we will use the apartment. Okay, and then, and then our the local house. hospital taxpayers. Has. We lease. Who's the we when we say we lease? The hospital or AHS. AHS. AHS is that we. Yeah, is that we? Sorry. Okay. No, no, I wear no. so many hats. It's all. It's all we. Well, no, and they all fit you very well. well you're, <laughs> uh, and just, I'm just curious about success rates. So. Peace River's been doing this for a while, and I'm, when I hear things like the locums won't come here unless they get a free house, it, uh, well, is that really the marketplace these days? Yeah, you've got towns that will actually, um, when a locum comes to town, they will find them a free place to live for the first, or so, so not even, uh, for instance, Fairview. Um, they've, they've attracted two new physicians recently, and I'm quite sure that they found places for them to live and subsidize the rent for the first little while. So just to be clear, a locum I know was not a, a permanent a permanent doctor, but I presume they'd have a Alberta Health billing number yep. and they, they make a salary. They do. But there is there is such a need for locum so coverage that it's if you it, can't it, offer is, some this perks. Is, this is marketplace demand. And stuff. Absolutely. So, um, and if you, so how successful have you been with, the accommodation that have we, if any, I don't visit the hospital as often as maybe I should, but who, who, who up there is a recent example of somebody that stayed, or do we just? Well, we have Karen Neopani came in February to do a locum for eight weeks, and she stayed till the end of July. So you can say there's some success. Yeah, and she's actually coming, has come back now. She took a couple of months off to go overseas and do some right. missionary work, and she's back and has and will stay for at least a year, perhaps longer. I recall the medical students that were in town, and uh, I'm just slipping. Uh, his mom and dad were... Alex Komet. Thank you. You left me let me out, out of that box. Yeah. Very, uh, yeah, so he moved on to uh, White Prob- Horse or The Yellow problem Man. was he uh, married one of, or 
hooked up with one of our other residents. Oh, well, and she was, it was her trail. fault. She yeah, wanted to. She doesn't want to overlap them. Yeah. <laughs> she. Well, maybe, maybe we it, don't need free houses. We need a dating service. Is well, what we need we, to I thought, I thought, I thought I was. Oh boy, they're they're together. That's great. I'll get two instead of one. But instead, she convinced him to go to Whitehorse instead because there she could do her mountain climbing and rock climbing sure. and ice so, climbing. And I should let you speak to my other colleagues. My my last question. Sure. So I I, I heard the big ask <clears throat> about the furnished apartment, and we're talking some budgets now. But I I heard a short request that said a couple of thousand dollars to upgrade some furniture on an AHS apartment. Now, is that a recap of, did I come close to what yes. your request was? Yeah. Is that a that's, big screen TV or is that a, a That's a new chair? sofa and chair. That's a sofa and chair. Can I buy a brand new one and come off that? Sure, if you want to. Sure. Get, really? Yeah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for that dialogue. Uh, That's uh, th that's all I had uh, for Doctor Lundgren. I'll email you. Yeah. Oh, I've got a question for you, Tom. So I'm really out of work now. I'm going to the Calton Foundation, and I know it's not really Calton's going to be aren't, aren't the best, but there's some that are in pretty good neighborhoods, and I know that uh, North Peace Housing is trying to get out of the single-family house business. So can we lean on uh, Richard Willieser and the North Peace Housing to uh, free up a house, even if we have to pay? Like, I think the benefit of that is that all the regions ends up uh, bucking up on that house. Um, yeah, so those, and those would be unfurnished, but we can talk about all those mechanics independently. And the big inventory is places like Manny and Grimshaw, but we do have some space um, in Peace River. But, yeah, that's certainly an option. And I... I, I like, I, I know there's one in Saddleback, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's... It's a pretty a shady neighborhood, though. Yeah, yeah it's... Uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, so, certainly, and I, I'm, I'm not sure what to do with that one, but I, I guess uh, maybe a suggestion for CAO Kelly to talk to Richard and see if there's something available. But I, I, I know the inventory is... And, and there's, there's there's the the housing but, stuff, and then there's the senior stuff, and then there's some stuff. We're but trying North to get Peace up. Housing is going to be running Rotary House, right? In terms of the administrative stuff. Correct. So isn't this kind of just an extension, getting into I, the game I, earlier than rather than later? I, are you trying to put me on the spot, Your Worship, and make a commitment of which I cannot make? <laughs> well, to me, it seems like a good fit. Yeah. Like they they're trying to get out of these single family. I, I, I can I can certainly uh, I sit on uh, North Peace Housing as you've obviously gathered, yeah. and uh, I can certainly raise it up, uh, raise this topic sure. at our next meeting. I can raise it with Richard absolutely, and uh, um, I, I can make that promise. Okay. Um, there are eleven other municipalities that sometimes vote with me and sometimes they vote against me, but uh, I I can make the commitment that I'll certainly bring it up. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I think it would. Because I don't think we really want to get in the housing business. I understand your predicament, but um, yeah, for us to then start managing properties is not the game we want to get into. I don't think. But I have a couple of questions related to your other request, which was the recruitment and retention committee. Um, committee yeah, I'm hearing we have another doctor that's retiring. Yes. Okay. So, are you aware of any fourth? 
coming, like I know people come and go and you may not have a lot of notice, but do you have an idea of what kind of a shortage we're looking at in the sort of immediate future? Two years ago, we lost three physicians. Um, Now, we've been somewhat lucky in that Dr. Mazamuri still comes back and does some locums. Um, Dr. Jahangir did for a while, but um, um, hasn't lately. Um, And we haven't truly replaced them as yet. Um, Now, Dr. Neopani will count her as replacing one of them, let's say. Um, We've got Gerben de Grad retiring mid-April. And um, I do have one one of our actually urban residents, so she's in the, the family medicine residency program in Edmonton, came up for two months in the summer. And by the end of the two months, had fallen in love with Peace River. And she's expressed a wish to come back permanently, okay. next, but that'll be next July. Okay. So um, I'm hoping that um, Dr. Sloan will, will like it here, and we can possibly keep her. Um, but she's only staying till the beginning of January for the moment. Go I'm, I'm not sure what her plans are beyond that. Okay. And I can't really ask her, well, will you stay longer until she's come and tried it and sees if she likes it? Well, I did some work with the Grimshaw Recruitment and Retention Committee in my professional capacity yeah. a couple of years ago. And um, I would, I, I mean, I don't know what we'd have to do through council, but I'd be more than happy to to look around here. And I'd be more than willing to, to work with that. I don't know who else might be interested, but I mean... If we don't have doctors, we're in. Mm-hmm. We've got a serious situation being in our where we're located, and I know some of the other communities that have been without doctors and what that does. So, um, I'd be more than willing to look at that. I don't know who else around the table would be um, trying to get something going there. And I know Grimshaw; they seem to have done a, a pretty decent job of of getting and keeping some of their physicians. So, I mean, I think there's something that can be done there. Yeah, Grimshaw can do it. Surely we can. Yeah. <laughs> so. I don't know who the how we go about doing that, but All right, so, but, I would uh, I would suggest start with contacting RPAP and find out about their their um, program because they'll they'll have everything all laid out for you and lots of help. So you're, you're looking for the town council to t- to be part of that, but not to take over because I like at AMA last year I talked to several people about it and the. the the common theme I got is if the medical community is not on board and they're not actively engaged, you know, the town can just shell all kinds of money and you're not really going to get people to stay because the, the impression I got is a lot of times the new doctor will, the recruitment kitty will get a new doctor to come in and the other doctors will kind of... Well, no, it, we don't want you to pick the physician who comes in necessarily. That ultimately, we need to screen that because... Well, that's the issue. That but but it's it's the other things that, you know, they arrange for people to show them around town and show them the schools and, well, and hook sorry. them up with a realtor and yeah. and um, be a welcoming party. Things that I would I have to take a day off to go do. Okay, right. And I know that's, that's what Grimshaw did, and I know that uh, Nels Nelson as, was on there as the counselor and Veronica was on there, and uh, uh, I gave a couple of presentations in my real estate capacity. They had a, a, a very a varied group of individuals on that committee. And I'm trying to think, there was a doctor on the table, but I can't remember who exactly it was. But, I mean, I, I think that that sort of the, should be part of the role of the community is welcoming them and showing right. them what it is. Now, ultimately, it's up to you. So it would be nice if you guys were involved because we don't know oh, what absolutely. we're looking for. But <laughs> Yeah. Okay. And it's that retention aspect as well that's almost equally important as getting them here. Mm -hmm. So, 
So there's three asks. One is uh, monies or some, or at least some kind of in-kind uh, uh, accommodations. Right. So the second item was, well, I think that's pretty straightforward, was uh, a few, uh, couple of thousand. Well, we've, we've got, I've got my couch. Well, but you need, uh, don't you need a, an armchair to go with it? What about a bed and a mattress? <laughs> so, well, it's mainly, it was mainly the couch and chair we're looking for. And so, uh, so basically, uh, what, what should we say at Five thousand dollars for sundry items, miscellaneous items for to furnish a house. I would think so. And the third item was uh, the establishment of a uh, physician uh, recruitment and retention committee. Right. And so uh, Ms. Banky has already taken on number three, so she'll <laughs> she'll lead that committee. <laughs> She's volunteered, I think, for that, haven't you? <laughs> you know what? Honestly, it's it's important. I really think it's important. I mean, if we're going to live here, and I'm living here long term, I've got a small child, and I know I talk to people all the time, and they can't get family doctors, and it's it's definitely a concern, so I, I would do what I could to help with that. So you'll need to create a committee and a... Well, I guess that's what I'm asking, is I don't know how we go, how we go about doing that from uh, the council level, so... I think if, if council is supporting the initiative as a council initiative, we need to pass a motion indicating that you will be the council rep on that committee and we treat it as we do any other committee, okay. if, if council so chooses. Now, does that have to be done at our organizational meeting or can that be done at any time? Any time. Any time, okay. But we need to uh, have a terms of reference. Like, it sounds like we're taking the lead on this. If you go on their website, Rural Physician Action Plan, um, click on the Retention Recruitment Committee. Well, you can always see what Grimshaw did. I mean, I definitely would do both, but I, I do want to talk to Grimshaw just because I do know some of the people that were involved in it, and they have had what I would consider some decent right. success yeah. recently, so yeah. I'd be curious what they're doing. Right. And uh, so... So it sounds like we'll uh, we'll make that an initiative. It won't get off the. I think it'll be uh, up and running sooner than we think, but it won't be tomorrow. Okay. So uh, the lease idea. Well, we'll we'll get we'll get Councillor Needham to talk to uh, Richard Willeser, but uh, we should have a plan B, I guess, uh, because the other communities might be saying, well. Shouldn't we all have one of those houses? And Richard will go, well, I just can't do that or something. So uh, what? What have we? We've done something like this in the past, though. We've we haven't we? Yes. And do you remember what the dollar values on that were? Um, Maybe Kelly. You're supposed to say not enough. Yeah. Um, I I think I saw some information that said. Uh, Thirteen thousand. That's what I was somewhere in that ballpark. And two thousand twelve, I believe, was it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds right. And that's all you need. That's rooms or hotel rooms are two hundred and seventy-five dollars a pop. I know. <laughs> yeah, that was a couple years ago. 
So I guess my question is, uh, if we're going to get into a project like that, um, what do we fund that out of? Or is that uh, we have to set a budget line coming up? How do we go about that? Yeah, I think we'd have to. Well, I don't know where grand? we took it out of last time. It was a request in the middle of the budget year, so I don't think you were around Kelly, when we pulled that out. So we'll, we'll have to do some research, I think, in terms of where those dollars come up. Maybe it was uh, out of uh, grants to groups. I but there is economic development money that's still uh, uh, we haven't paid out yet. So we could dip into that by that operating budget. Um, but for next year, I think we because we do have an intention to put more into whether it be an economic development officer or economic development organization, we'll have to uh, put that in uh, as a line item if we're going to that's going to be our plan B. But so then we, we need to know how much. We need to know whether 13000 is sufficient or whether it needs to well, be Well, it's, it's whatever the going rate for a two-bedroom apartment is in town. Mm -hmm. and uh, it's more than 1000 bucks. Well, I was going to say, if it's furnished, it's going to be quite a bit more than that. Because I know, like, for a furnished well, house, you're looking at $1,000 a room. Yeah, but I think what we'll do is... Uh, yeah. I don't think we want to buy stuff and then. Okay, so well, we got a got a path forward. Uh, so, Councillor Needham is going to uh, talk to Richard Willieser. We're going to see if we can get a, a single-family resident residential house because they're trying to sell those off. So, mm -hmm. and even if we have to lease it for a small sum, maybe we can do that, and then. Uh, I think in terms of furnishing it, you know, five thousand dollars isn't a lot of money. We'll find it somewhere, okay, and thank then you. Uh, we'll get uh, Councillor Benke to uh, to start up the uh, the position recruitment and retention committee. Great. Just uh, sorry to interrupt. The little background information I just found: uh, 2012, we paid sixteen hundred dollars and twelve thousand in 2013. The payments were for rent and included utilities, and the invoices are that we made the payments to the Alberta Rural Physician Action Plan. Yeah, because they, they were the ones who had leased the apartment. Oh, okay. So we just leased their apartment. But you're talking about a, you need a separate, you need a, an additional housing unit. Now, if you, I mean, that could be done through AHS. Um, if you, like, if, um, oh, yeah. They could lease it with the money you provide. Um, if that was your wish, then you wouldn't have the management of it. Well, yeah, I don't think we want to get in the management thing. Uh, but I've, I've offered out these solutions, but we haven't voted on it, so I might get defeated six to one here. But, <laughs> but uh, we'll let these guys make the motions, and then uh, you can watch watch where the chips fall. Councillor Ford. I'd be willing to put a motion on the floor, Your Worship, to enable Councillor Benke to initiate the de development of a physician and healthcare recruitment committee. Okay. All in favor of that particular motion from Councillor Ford? Great. So, what about uh, item uh, the lease or accommodations? So, who wants to wordsmith a motion on that? So, uh, well, maybe the motion should be to uh, to direct uh, Councillor Needham to. Is it, should, 
Councillor Needham or uh, the CAO to speak to North Peace Housing about the um, if, viability? If, if the CAO the does it, then we could do it out. Well, I guess you could do it too. I was going to say outside of a regular meeting, you might get an answer a little bit sooner than if we wait for the next meeting. I, I certainly don't mind doing it. Uh, just administratively, Kelly, I don't know what um, I can. I, I can. I, I don't mind doing. It. Uh, okay. If, if that helps, uh, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to put a motion on directing myself, but uh, uh, I'll make a motion to direct Councillor Needham to approach North Peace Housing about uh, using one of their vacant homes or vacant residences for to help meet the needs of locum doctors. Okay. Uh, so, pardon me. Do you want to just say locum doctors, or do you want to generalize it a bit? Is that what? Yeah, I mean, there may be other hospital staff that might need to use it as well. We sometimes have nurses who we've hired, and they come to town, and they want to start work, but they can't find an apartment, so they may need a month while they're you know, waiting for a I accept medical. your friendly motion, <laughs> the friendly amendment. Okay, can, so uh, well, what's your, so can you repeat that motion? <laughs> sure, I'll try. Uh, to request Councillor Needham to approach North Peace Housing regarding using one of their vacant properties to meet the needs of um, medical but, professionals. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's a good way. So all in favor of uh, Councillor Burr's motion. So what about the backup plan? We need to... Uh, to okay, so we, if this one doesn't pan out, we'll... Uh, I guess the only question would be with the budget discussions, but... I think we can do that without a motion, though, during budget discussions, can we not? We can, we can discuss Anticipate how we the wanna, need? You know, without yeah. having a motion at this time, and then decide where we sit with it, and then we can bring a motion forward to, to make a budget line. Yeah, I think for uh, Dr. Lungard, the uh, time is somewhat of the essence, and I know that... Uh, so, uh, and, and I think time is of the essence for us, so we'd like to find out what Richard is thinking. Can, could we maybe put it as an agenda item for our next council meeting? Okay, let's do that. <clears throat> even if we just get an indication from Richard that, yeah, that's not even in my mandate, or, or yeah, the probability is 1%, or, yeah, we can do that, but we'll need to get a motion, but I think it'll go through. Those are, that's all we, the feedback we need, I think. Yeah, no, fair enough. I can, uh, I will make <coughs> an effort to uh, get a hold of uh, Richard tomorrow. So we'll, uh, hopefully it's, uh, get you an answer uh, you. quicker than, quicker than so, later. So in terms of these furnishings, couldn't we ask the hospital foundation to uh, put in an application and for the grants to groups to furnish, uh, isn't that equipment? You still need to sit and sleep. Well, they, they tend to deal more with, like, <laughs> lapiscopic stuff. And <laughs> well, I'm sure, that, I'm sure that it isn't so well-defined that it has You might be surprised. It doesn't say it has to be made of stainless steel, does it, this equipment? Is there any other group at the hospital that hard to come across? They used to have Hospital Guilds Association or something. Well, they used to they used to have a women's auxiliary, but I think that yeah. went west a long time ago. Um, but that's probably what the hospital foundation is supposed to do. Yeah. Well, I guess one it, can always try, but I know that they've been pretty particular that it's hospital well, equipment. 
Well, it struck Gleason. me that Rob Keeley, Kylie, Kylie is, yeah. is part of Alberta Health Services. So wouldn't it wouldn't it make sense that we ask him to make such an application and hopefully it'll get approved by council? Yeah. Is that make the application to us for five thousand dollars for furniture for an apartment? I thought is what the, the thought. Well, what? first first we need an apartment though. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like are you are you referring to the AHS apartment upgrades, or are you referring to new accommodation? I was referring to the upgrades. Sorry. Uh, oh well, I've, like I said, she's uh, yeah. Doctor Longard said all all we need is what Elaine's providing. So all, all right, fair enough. Well, what about beds? Don't these people sleep? Well, yeah, yeah they're oh, just they're, the beds are Don't fine. worry about it. They don't sleep. <laughs> the beds are fine. If oh, they got a couch, they can sleep oh, on is the that couch. Well, so <laughs> the remaining part is accommodation or something for the rest of this calendar year. Is that? Well, really, this is going to be an ongoing problem mm -hmm. unless I manage to, you know, recruit um, three more docs in the next um, six months. Um, it could be an ongoing problem until Rotary House is finished. Well, I think we got the passport, so we're going to work on this lease. I, I don't think we can – I don't think it's we, – we have the ability, unless you have a spare apartment somewhere, to, to do the short-term intern – <laughs> and so we're going to work on this lease thing. We're going to try and get them a, 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 a single-family residential building. Uh, it may take a, a four weeks to get that all straightened out, but hopefully we'll get that done. And then, uh, and then on this third item in terms of the recruitment thing, you're going to try and start that up. Yeah, I'll do some research this week. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. Um, okay. So should we take five minutes here or what? Okay. Mr. Burr, uh, Brought to my attention after reading the uh, the bylaws that the councillor reports are supposed to have a specific format. Maybe you want to speak to that. What the uh, what the procedural bylaw actually requires of us. It it just talks about that there's a the councillors are to submit the report to administration the Wednesday prior to the council meeting on the prescribed form, and I've asked. Kelly to see if he can find the prescribed form. <laughs> I, I talked to Anna and Anna talked to Renee and everybody went what form? So apparently at one point at one point they said there was a form, but now we gotta try and find one because it's not certainly not a current one that anybody anybody is remembering right now. So we'll continue to look. The last time that I could find that it was just was back in 2007, and there was no form. It was just a report saying that a councillor submitted a report of some kind, but there was no form. So, so maybe instead of spending time, if we're if you want a form, we should just make up one to go forward. Well, I, 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 or change the bylaw. I guess 
take the verbal reports if that's not working for people like well i i think the problem with that is if you go back into minutes and you look at council reports and it says rod went to this meeting so yeah. what did he do there what did they talk about i mean i think the council reports are you supposed to present to council what kind of happened or you know at least a brief thing and i think if i'm not wrong that's yeah. kind of where you were going at right yeah. that's kind of a question i yeah. yeah, sometimes these council reports, we just say we went to meetings. Is there value in that? Although, like last week, Anna really did a good job of capturing the highlights of that. So, you know, that, that I think has some value. But just to know she that. She has skills. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, we can name them on one hand only. All right. <laughs> So if we if we do the council reports in that format, then would it just be basically for information? And everybody would just read yeah, the reports. Okay. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah, because I don't think we particularly want to well, sit around could, the table and have everybody read them. Yeah. Well, no, you, you wouldn't could, necessarily need to, unless something came out of one of the reports, right? You could highlight the uh, if there's some pertinent items that you had at your freedom meeting uh, that are. Feel that people should be aware of that uh, that are uh, very pertinent to uh, to the town of Peace River. So, if we want a form, do we have to do something in particular to do one up? Well, why don't we just see what uh, Anna has? We'll uh, I'll try and talk to Jeff Milligan and Leslie Jasky might have. Those are people that probably filled out those forms. <laughs> <laughs> Or wrote them. <laughs> I was I, actually that, that's as a heads up. That is part of the problem. Is now you have to take the time out of your schedules and actually physically sit and write write out what happened at the meetings. And it is it is a point that can be problematic when you have a bunch of meetings. Now you got to spend an extra few hours documenting it. So it, I think that is one of the failures of the. But I think part of the point of that was that you could probably just present the minutes of that meeting that you went to, and there would be a record, at least in our system, that that meeting happened. You were actually there, and instead of just putting in 400 kilometers on your. Uh, Expense account. <laughs> so you, if you present the minutes, you're presenting the minutes that are accepted, right? So that would be, yeah. or yeah, that's true. But, but I, I think that was probably the reason for that. But uh, we can talk about how to do it. But for the, f yeah, yes, you did. Also, maybe it can be done once a month the way the Town of Peace River departments do it. Once a month, we submit a report. Yeah, that might be a way to do it. Can I submit them like community services does? Save them up for six months and then send them in? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's probably good for people to know where, where you what what you what you've just done and where, where you're going to go next week and the week after. So, with that, can I can I uh, impose on the deputy mayor to? Uh, to uh, maybe just advise us of meetings you attended last week or the last couple of weeks and where you're going this week? Okay. Um, the last week of September, I was at uh, the AUMA um, convention in Edmonton. And during that, uh, several of us met with several ministers. So... Then it becomes this week, and uh, uh, several of us attended the Sisters in Spirits walk. Uh, 
And going forward, uh, we have Peace River School Division tomorrow at 5 o'clock. Um, tourism, 7 o'clock on Wednesday. Uh, breakfast with AFSCS on Thursday. And other than that, um, there's a budget meeting on the 16th. And... Then I'm going to Northern Mayors and Reeves meeting in Edmonton on the 17th, unless the mayor would like to go, able to go. And that's it for a couple of weeks. So we have a Peace River School Division meeting tomorrow. Yes, and we met with the health minister as one of our meetings right. with respect to the clinic. And you were there with Dan DeBelt and... Uh, and Kelly. And Kelly mm -hmm. and... Uh, who else was there? Just you three? The minister, his oh, yeah, the um, minister. helpers, the assistant deputy minister. So is there anything you can tell us out of camera? or? Uh, well, other uh, than um, uh, the minister was pretty positive that uh, the north needed um, facilities. It needed to attract physicians and medical uh, staff and that this should proceed and he would help us as best he could. He got out his calculator and was trying to calculate some costs, which kind of sidetracked us perhaps. But um, Dan DeBelt and Dr. Lungard are meeting to um, uh, formalize, I think it's a business plan and some other things that need to go into Alberta Health Services. And he dire directed his Alberta Health Service person to, I guess you'd say, be helpful. So could I, would I be putting words in your mouth if I said that uh, Minister Mandel reconfirmed uh, former Minister Fred Horn's commitment to uh, a medical center and I think family, uh, uh, yeah I think that would be the situation clinic. yeah or the words yeah he seemed supportive and he seemed new to the job <laughs> so maybe that's a a good thing too. And that was Minister Mandel that yes. you with, yeah. And you got that Kelly, sense, Kelly, your sense? Yeah, I, I certainly agree that he was uh, interested and and supporting. I I don't know if he had enough knowledge to say that, that he would, you know, step out and say a, a clinic is on the books for Peace River, but he, he certainly understood the issue. He understood the... Uh, the challenge of getting doctors and the reason that you'd need a new clinic, so... I think he stopped short just, I think, because he just not hasn't had enough time to, to say, yeah, I'm, I'm fully behind this. But he certainly, there was no indication that he gave us that he wasn't supporting. Good, great. Tana, you didn't go to AUMA. I did not go to AUMA. <laughs> I missed you. <laughs> I missed it, actually. Um, all right, so on the second, I had a hospital foundation meeting. Um, so they're setting their next event for Spring Fling. The last one was really successful. Uh, they're just finalizing their numbers, but it, uh, it sounds like it was a, a very successful fundraiser for them. That same evening, we met with the new Ski Hill Board, uh, and that was actually uh, a nice, it was a refreshing meeting, and um, I think we're going to... 
my indications at this point, I think we'll be able to work well with them on a go-forward basis. So they seem optimistic and, and ambitious, so we'll see what they're able to provide for us. Uh, Sisters in Spirit Walk on Saturday, <clears throat> the 4th. They had gorgeous weather for it. And then again, I'm with council on the uh, school division meeting tomorrow night, uh, the special meeting on Thursday, and the budget meeting on the 16th. So uh, for that school division meeting, so we're relying on the two uh, public school, former public school, well, one former public school board member and one former public school principal to lead the uh, charge on that issue. Proceed at your own peril, I guess. But the uh, I guess well, certainly I certainly don't mind weighing in on a discussion. I, I think this is a classic example where you know if we had a committee of the whole meeting where a week ago we could have decided what our position is on this, and uh, I think our position is that we've got a strategic plan that says we're trying to put more people downtown, and the school division's got a strategic plan that says that. They're potentially taking people out of downtown, so we're we're at polar opposites. Um, I think we want to make that point, and uh, I'm not sure about busing and student times and the logistics, and you know those are all things that come to my mind. And then the other part that comes to my mind is uh, another vacant building on 99th Street, and uh, there's well. One, two, there's three or four vacant buildings down there as well. So uh, we'd have yet another vacant building. So I, I guess the point I'd make to the school division, uh, uh, how, how, who's going to buy this or who's going to sell it? And hopefully they they get a buyer. But I presume that part of their business plan is that they have to sell facilities. Now, this is presumption on my part, but I presume they'd have to sell a bus garage in, or, or maybe not, uh, Fairview, Manning, and then Peace River, and then a central office building. But I guess those would be good questions to ask. According um, to the paper, uh, they I think it was mile zero, they would be uh, selling those buildings, but meanwhile using cash to renovate uh, Grimshaw High School. So the question would be, taxpayer, where's cash coming from? Um, and it's assuming that sooner or later they do sell these buildings. Right. Yeah, and I, I'm... Well, it, I guess historically, I, you know, we we can look at the old provincial liquor store. More, most recently, the uh, the no, the uh, the big lot store. What was the proper name of it? Uh, it's, it's vacant now. Um, uh, liquidation World. Sorry. So I mean, if you go Liquidation World, the sand store over to the mall. I mean, those buildings have been vacant for a numbers of years. And I I don't think we have to point that out to anybody on the school board, but. At the same time, um, those big real estate, those big square footage buildings aren't moving quickly in this town. Uh, I guess there's a number of reasons why or potentially, but um, I, I guess ask for some clarification. And uh, um, it, But it, the, it's hard to argue with uh, their business plan is that they would save a couple of million over five years by doing this. Yeah, and... I, I, you know, who's to argue with their numbers, but uh, um, depends if an IT guy put that budget together. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> I know that renovations cost more than. Okay, this is such a. 
Um, I as well was at AUMA. I think we talked that over. Uh, chamber lunch on Wednesday. I attended uh, last week. Uh, transportation review on Thursday at noon. Um, thus, Tanya's report this evening. Uh, ski hill meeting uh, Thursday evening, and I tend to agree with Tanner, and I think we can make some moves pretty well with these guys. Uh, they are currently are having a meeting tonight. And we will probably hear back from uh, their new president, Mr. Waits, tomorrow about a few things that they're going looking at. So, um, school division meeting tomorrow night. Uh, AFSC breakfast, if I can get out of bed. And then our special meeting on the 9th as well. That's it for me. Um, Yeah, we do have to have a discussion somewhere along the way about the economic development stuff because that's coming forward. Um, after our last meeting there, the uh, ad went out for an economic development officer. That was posted in our site as well. As okay. Okay, that's one of your <clears throat> Okay, so we'll leave it at that. Okay. So I attended AUMA um, uh, at least uh, Wednesday and Thursday. I wasn't there for the Minister of Health meeting, uh, but we did also just, uh, meet with the Minister of Transportation, not Don Drysdale, but Wayne Drysdale. Um, Don Drysdale being a former pitcher for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Um, and we also met with the uh, Minister of Municipal Affairs. Uh, so the subject matters for, for with the Minister of uh, Transportation was uh, the uh, second bridge, uh, as well as the West Hill slide. Those were the key items. For the Minister of Municipal Affairs, it was Pat's Creek. Uh, it was uh, the, uh, the municipal uh, review slash inspection. And um, there, there was one third item on that list, wasn't there? Oh, yeah. Bill, uh, Bill 27 and how uh, <clears throat> how the Alberta government intends to deal with uh, uh, flood-prone areas uh, or at least areas that are considered in a, uh, in a flood floodplain. And, uh, and uh, I attended the Sisters in Spirit Walk when I uh, came back. I gave uh, some remarks there. Um, yeah, it's pretty eye-opening because when you go there, you meet uh, quite a few people who have lost close relatives and you kind of go, uh, it's just not... I, I've never less lost a close relative to uh, something like murder or, or kidnapping or something like that. So, uh, yeah, it was a sobering event. And then, uh, so we have Peace River School Division meeting coming up tomorrow. As most people mentioned, we'll all be here. I will also attend an APEGA event with Rod Burr at the Saw Ridge Inn. And so I'll hand it over to you, Mr. Ford. I also participated in the uh, Ski Hill meeting with uh, Councillor Banky and Councillor Sawchuk, and I do agree with uh, both of their statements that it's going to be I'm looking forward to working with this new group. I think uh, they're going to be moving forward rather quickly. 
Um, I also participated in the Sisters in Spirit Walk, which showed uh, um, support for murdered and uh, missing Aboriginal women in Canada. And I tend, tend to agree with uh, Mayor Tarper's remarks. It was very, very... Uh, um, the, the marks and the people that we met there were was unbelievable. Um, I also will be participating in the Peace River School Division meeting on the 7th, uh, the tourism meeting at the Bell Centre on the 8th, and the special meeting in council on the 9th. Mr. Bear. Like everything's already been mentioned, I attended the chamber meeting, uh, transportation meeting, which Tanya provided an update earlier in the meeting. Uh, this coming up is the Peace River School Division, the PEGA meeting, and the Special Council meeting on the night. Colin, Mr. Needham, should I say? No, not a problem. I uh, similar schedules to others, but in addition, on the 27th was the uh, the Fireman's uh, 100th Year uh, Fireman's Ball, I guess, or, or Gala, Gala. And uh, I think a number of us attended, uh, staff and uh, Councillor Ford and myself were the politicians, so uh, I think we were there for uh, speeches and, uh, and, and other activities, so that was uh, Saturday. Um, this coming, I'm sorry, and then uh, the following week uh, we had a uh, waste management meeting on the 30th. Uh, it was a par partial day. Uh, then we also met on Rotary House, met again, and this is the Rotary House group. Uh, when I say Rotary House, it's, um, I'm not sure, I guess I'm attending as Town of Peace River, but I'm more attending as a North Peace housing guy, but uh, we're meeting with uh, Brent and Bev, Dave Van Tamlin, um, and uh, a couple of other, uh, the Petlucks, Mr. Petluck is there, and this is the the architectural design drawing of Rotary House and the combined uh, uh, North Peace Housing Administration building. So that meeting was just to finalize some of the conceptual drawings agreed to in terms of size, scope, uh, number of questions, but uh, narrowing narrowing the discussion down. And they hope to have some uh, uh, large um, boards similar to the size of the one behind Councillor Benke there. Uh, which would profile the uh, the site, uh, the second floor, the first floor, uh, the front entranceway to try and generate some interest uh, at the uh, at the gala, which is coming up uh, later in November. And I also noticed that they're doing some advertising. So I think there's seems to be lots of community inertia behind that, and uh, hopefully the the group will uh, pull it off. I'm sure they will. I guess uh, just as far as upcoming stuff. Um, uh, again, school board was mentioned. Uh, our special meeting on the 9th and uh, perhaps points west on the 10th. And that's uh, that's all I have. Your Worship, I have one. There's a check for sixty grand to um, the paving guys, Ruel Brothers. Is that 
I thought that paving was done earlier in the year. Is that just a follow up, or what was that specifically for? Yeah, I'd have it would be part of the paving project, but I I can find out which invoices it was paid to. Okay. So you want to follow up on that, Mr. Mudd? Any other queries regarding any of the checks? Uh, if not, I'll take a uh, motion to... Uh, Actually, I do have one oh, question. <clears throat> Sorry, the, the peace sign and graphics bill, um, when we did our budget, the number 40,000 comes to mind. But was that more than just the West Hill sign? Or was... Like, I guess what I'm getting at is are we under budget on that West Hill sign? Or was that more than just the West Hill sign in that budget line? Because for some reason, forty thousand comes to mind when I'm thinking back to that. We we actually they did change the sign and we are under budget. I, but I didn't think it was that significant. Uh, um, I can't remember what the budget line was. Okay, I was just curious because it was a pretty substantial decrease, so I wasn't sure yeah. what all else. Because I know there was some directional signage or something that we also approved, and I wasn't sure if that was in that same. No, I think that's a separate budget line. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So a motion to to accept the checks as uh, for approval. Or I would move that, Your Worship. Okay. So all in favor of Councillor Benke's motion. Um. <coughs> so that. Uh, so these are pretty well all information items. So there's the uh, Town of Peace River. You'll see four reports there. One from Community Services, one for Corporate Services, one from Protective, and one from the Office of the CAO. Mr. Uh, Mayor, I have one question. Uh, you, you're, you can ask five or six. If okay, you want. I'll stick it to one right now. Corporate services, um, the, in planning and development, it talks about building permits and so forth. The 2004, I think, to date. So um, do we know how that compares to 2013? Oh, to 2013? 14. 14. 14. 13. 14. Yeah, so they got 2014 numbers here. How do they compare to 2013's building permit amounts and so on? Uh, well, the 2013 uh, was about 33 million. This year we're about 17. So it's, it's about right now it's about half. I mean we still have to go to the end of December, but it is it is significantly lower right now. You can uh, also go onto our website, and that information is on the website as well. If you look under departments and then planning, and you can see the information there. Uh, any other queries on any of those reports, Mr. Needham? This, uh, thanks, Your Worship. I, I guess, uh, CEO Kelly, I'm, I'm looking at, at Lance's, and it's the... Uh, um, it's the bullet under the bylaw stuff, and it's with reference to the uh, the old forestry property. Um, I, and now that I've read the bullet in its entirety, I guess it's self-explanatory. <coughs> he simply needed to do some cleanup, and uh, I presume we did the work 
put a value on it and then it, it goes through and becomes part of the arrears. Okay, I, I just so that I understand the process. The other one uh, under there was the municipal affairs. I'm just trying to find it. There was a violation with respect to the spillage of sewage. Uh, and I'm just, I'm just trying to put my hand on it here. And I, uh, it would be under, it, it's on two of two under land use. So the, the West Brook area, just so that I'm, that is town of Peace River. That's our country residential areas. That's correct. That's what we're talking about. On, so, on, 80, on 80th Street. Right. Okay. And um, this, so uh, is, so this, this has been a problem for a couple of years. It, uh, there was actions taken previously. The, it was thought that the problem was dealt with and then it resurfaced. So, I, uh, I don't need to know the specifics, but it says it, it says one complaint. So is it one complaint and three problems, or is it one complaint to one problem, or can you tell us that? Is it, is it, is it one resident? It's, it's yeah. one, one resident, okay. Yeah. And then I guess the third question I have, uh, and maybe Councillor Burr, maybe uh, I understand from uh, I went by the training yard, and there's a lovely piece of asphalt that's been laid over at, at the uh, training area. And I don't see anything here that talks about a capital project. This looks like a large basketball court. Um, maybe I'm answering my own question, but um, I don't see it in here, and I'm not. I, I don't recall council having a discussion about paving the. The um, if I could call it the, the training ground parking lot, I, I, I guess it's not really a parking lot. It's a, it's a, the training area. So I, I don't see any note of, of that activity in here, and I just wondered um, if you had any further updates on that. Yeah, I do. I I got some emails, so I did some follow up. Um, so is this the place to talk about? Um, the the issue I think we can talk about here if you want to talk about something else and no, after. No, it's, it's um, so the the pad uh, maybe it's just as easy if I read it to you. Uh, we've had need of a pad at the West Hill training site for some time. We require pad for vehicle extrication practice and with the use of the system sorry system sixty four car propane tank live fire training prop. We are limited to where we can keep the five hundred pound propane tanks. That, are, that supply the prop. We have tried using the compacted area around the secan props and have also trialed the pad using asphalt millings and packing them. <coughs> Neither of these worked as gravel millings were sprayed into the car prop from the hose streams and glass debris fluids were not able to be efficiently disposed of during vehicle extrication training. I had well quote asphalt this summer for budget purposes and have been in, discussion, in discussions on them donating the materials. The quote they gave me was for $3,600 all in. This was an excellent price. I have monies in the training budget that we have reserved for maintenance at the training site. Also, I have CNL monies to cut the costs in half. This will cover the balance $1,800 if a donation was not secured. Based on having available dollars, the need and the cost will only continue to rise. I chose to consult engineering and have the project done at the end of the street paving project. From the time of acquiring the code, I've been talking to rural management to provide the materials and labor as a donation to the fire department. They have now agreed this project is a donation, resulting in no cost to the town of Peace River. I, I understand the email. Thank you. 
Well, I'm beginning to wonder why he isn't the director of engineering if he can get it so cheap. But anyhow, that's a discussion for another day. So uh, I'm glad to see that uh, Protective Services is using the Peace River logo. Uh, when I uh, wanted information, more specific stats on medical co-response, motor vehicle collisions, outdoor fire, structural fires, uh, I was also, and I, and I think I did mention at the time, I was hoping to know wh where in, in the town and if it's in the town, where in the town and uh, and, the, and the time of the time of day so perhaps he can add that shouldn't be that difficult because that all has to be forwarded to the fire stats people anyhow. Your Worship, sorry just for clarification, are you referring just to the 23 co-response uh, or are you referring to all of the all of them, all of them? Where, okay. where are they happening So, and uh, did Graham ch change up the bylaw stance? I thought the the uh, last last month it was actually better prepared, but uh, but they, it is complete. So, uh, and he more or less specifies where where these most of the items happen. Any other queries or comments on those? No. Nope. Um, we will uh, we will uh, go to uh, uh, so the next item is Town of Peace River Community Events Calendar, and uh, I can tell you the DMI uh, people use this events calendar to uh, communicate these these items to uh, to their staff on a weekly basis of what is happening in Town of Peace River. Um, QN University, anybody want to highlight that? Or uh, Public Interest Alberta Fundraiser, Northern Gateway Engagement Roadmap, Primary Connection Newsletter, Mighty Peace Tourism Association Board of Directors Meeting, and Ebola and Enterovirus. No need to highlight any of those? If not, uh, maybe I can get a motion to accept items uh, uh, 11.1 uh, through to 11.2 and then 11.4 through to 11.9 as information. Anyone want to make that motion? I'll make Mr. that Burke? motion, Your Worship. All in favor? Passed. I think we should put the check registry right under reports as opposed to information. And then we'll easier to separate. Yeah, easier to separate. Any notices of motion, uh, Mr. Lexoff? No. Uh, before we go in camera, uh, key communication items. So what are people thinking that uh, key communication items should be? Certainly uh, we are going to... Uh, start up a physician recruitment and retention committee uh, and Councillor Mankey will take the leadership role on that. The October 16th conflict resolution day I think we we're going to get that one. The physician recruitment makes sense. 
The people may be wondering why we're highlighting that. <laughs> um, do we want to mention welcoming the new, uh, is it staff sergeant? Yes, yes we should do. Uh, welcome the new staff sergeant, Brent Meyer. There you are. And I, I think you could, uh, we, we would serve ourselves well if we mentioned a parent link, uh, if we could okay. find some appropriate words that uh, the town is supporting uh, parent so, link. Uh, so the, the town will take over administrative responsibilities <coughs> for the pa uh, Peace Parent Link grant? I, I wouldn't call it that way. Uh, I don't think we're taking over administration of it. Uh, I think we're just acting more as a clearinghouse for their grant. Okay. Are you going to explain the difference to me afterwards? I, 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 I will, Your Worship. Okay. So it's, it's, it's called it's called grandkids. That's the difference. So. So, uh, so the recommendation had it worded fairly well. Yeah. There's that the town okay. agrees to be the grant holder for Peace Parent Link, for the Peace Parent Link program through the Ministry of Human Services. Okay. How about that the town is starting its budget deliberations? Um, next week. The 2015 um, uh, budget planning uh, will uh, start, kick off October 16th. And if we're going to be advertising our special meeting, do we want to put that on key communication items as well? Or no? No. No. We want to highlight the good news stories. Do you want to highlight your first meeting with the Ski Hill new executive? No. Not till we hear what comes out of their meeting. They could come back and say we're shutting down. Well. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. So that then takes us to... Uh, in-camera items, and um, Mr. Bundy, you want to allow Ms. Alexa off the rest of the night, evening off? Oh, Alexa, we're not in camera yet. Uh, I think Mr. Ford has made that motion to go in camera. <laughs> All in favor of Mr. Ford's motion? 